Welcome back to the Hank Strange right. situation. Lifestyles yeah, of the Locked and Loaded. Subscribe, ring the bell so you can be notified. We are live. Come on, let's see jazz hands. We got Black Diamond Guns and Gear here. I hope you got your big girl panties on. We are live. This is this is episode uh, 371 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. Our title today is Kamala Harris vows executive gun control if elected president. Uh, she might ne she might never be president. So that'll never happen. Yeah, I don't think she. I think she wants to guarantee she's never going to be president. To be honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> um, we also have uh, Josh and Josh from Black Diamond Guns and Gear. Here they go. There they go. Uh, hey! Put it just on them. Boom! There they go. So, Coming in here live. Um, we're supposed to also get Walter coming in here at some point. I think Walter's running a little bit late. He's still at the shop. So shout-outs to everyone out there. If you guys are not subscribed, please do subscribe now. Uh, ring the bell so you can be notified. Give us the thumbs-ups. We appreciate that. Um, shout-outs to all the folks who are out there. Let me see. Uh, let me see, Josh's. Maybe I'll go down here and uh, do some quick shout-outs to people. Let's do that here while we're waiting for everyone to pile in. Jade Grew is out there. Michael Bender, Richard Hughes. If you guys Can you guys see the, the chat at all? Uh, I don't know how to get to it if we can. No, well, so remember I sent you oh, an email. Gotcha. Yeah, I sent you an email with a link. If you guys go check that out, you can see the chat. So Jade Grew, Michael Bender, Richard Hughes. On it. Chris Williams. Uh, let's see who else we got. Randy Peacock. Randy Peacock's out there. Armament and Axis. Uh, let's see who else. Ridge Runner, Rob Avis, Chris Williams, Vanessa Kitty, Flopping Garbage. Also out there. Let's see. Let's see. Um. Vanessa Kitty, which I said. Uh, Vanessa Kitty's out there. Chris Bullis, uh, Special K, Tango Hunter, J Loafers. Shout out to J Loafers. Uh, the Tyvin Show is out there. Shout out to Tyvin. SoCal Gunner says, What's up, my strange familia? Um, let's see. Chris Williams, which I think I said, CB. Greg98K. Uh, Rich White is also out there. Um, <coughs> Oh, hold on. You know what? I'm going to throw this up. Uh, so Tyvin Show is reminding everyone about the Creator Summit that's coming up. So I'm just going to throw that up there for a second so you guys can see it. Eric Hammond also out there. Paul K out there. GlockFun01 says, what's up, peeps? Imposter says, hi, Rodney Breddy out there. Simpson Road Larry, Jason Scherer, um, Joe San, Jake Delahome. Do you guys recognize any of these people? 42 Chill. Huh? Uh, Judd Miller, I recognize uh, Hootie Who. Okay, you see Hootie Who? Yeah. Say Heidi Hi to Hootie Who. Heidi Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hootie Who is cool. I just recently uh, started kicking it with him. I think he's going to be at NRA. Are you guys going to be at NRA as well, right? We are absolutely going to be at NRA. <laughs> okay, that's one of the things we're going to talk about. Uh, um, how far is NRA from where you Where are you guys? In Tennessee? We are in Knoxville, Tennessee. It oh, is in Indianapolis. That's about five and a half hours or so. Oh, look at you. You just have to drive five, five and a half hours. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Some of us Why have are you to drive fast. You driving? Yeah, I'm driving. I'm driving. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long yeah. way, man. Yeah, it's like uh, 13 hours or something. Holy cow. Nope. Yeah. That's what Dallas was for us last year. So we were like, nope, we're flying. Yeah. <laughs> So when are when are you guys headed out? When 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 are you headed um, to? I think I'm leaving Thursday early or something like that. Yeah, right. Early, yeah, early Thursday. 
So, by the way, I forgot to shout out Franklin Armory. There they go. They're right there. Let's give them a shout out. Right there, Franklin Armory down below for sponsoring the show. In case you guys don't already know it, right here. Huh? Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Well, okay. If I put it in front of you guys, it's right there. Hold on. Let's see. Jay Loafers gave us five bucks. He says, "Here's a little something for your NRA showtime." Thank you very much, Jay Loafers. So sweet. We appreciate that. Um, that will go into the tank. Uh, Clover Tax says, uh, yep, 13 to 14 hours. For, yeah, because he's going now the opposite from what you guys did. Jeez. Because he's in Texas. Jeez, <laughs> so, I don't know, man. That's a long drive. That's not bad. I think half a day, that's not terrible to drive. You can do that. I drive for a living, so it's, it's, yeah. it's, I'm used to it, but I but also don't like it. So. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I listen. I'm getting older, but I think I can reasonably do 12 hours. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I can reasonably. I mean, we do it when we go on vacation. I mean, we'll fly to, or drive down to Florida or whatever. Yeah, so that's not that's not really bad for me. Judd Miller's out there. Hey, would you blow me? Uh, hey. Shout out Cody uh, Milbacher. <laughs> Opt out of gun controls out there as well as you guys mentioned. Uh, Hootie Who. Have you guys ever done uh, any videos with Hootie Who? We haven't. He said he was wanting to get together with us, um, and uh, we just haven't made it that way yet. But we are. We're definitely want to. Okay. Uh, he was in Gatlinburg not too long ago, and I was like, "Man, you're like 20 minutes from our house." But he was up there on family time, and I, I understood. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see uh, who else we got. James Lawson. I think I, s I can't remember if, if I gave James Lawson a shout out or not. Hooting in the house is out there. Um, so Hooten in the house is, I was talking about him yesterday. Um, he, he's running for con for office here in Florida. Yeah. Um, I think a con congressional district. Um, so I recommend everyone in the chat. This is who I was talking about yesterday. Hooten in the house, go check out his stuff, follow him on social media, find out what he's all about. We'll do like the vetting process and all that here. Cause I always recommend people run for office. So. In your states, like you guys are in Tennessee, I think if there's anyone running for office that's pro Second Amendment, we should all help them out if we can't. I'm not saying don't check people out, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely check them out. You know, make sure no one's trying to bamboozle us. I get a lot of, and I know a lot of people have mixed feelings about the NRA, uh, mm -hmm. and in, me included. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of stuff like uh, emails saying, you know, send this person an email or whatever, and uh, and I always I always do it if I read it and it looks like it's you know something to do mm -hmm. they they do keep you up on that sort of thing which is pretty cool i guess oh they the nra they'd still do some shady shit though yeah i i agree with you guys i think there's um there's lots of i was going to say a little bit of trepidation there's actually lots of uh trepidation out there about the nra um actually let me see if i could pull this up just we'll jump in here and talk about that before we get to kamala harris there was something i saw out here from the NRA on one was it? Let me see if it's the. I think it's the truth about guns that I saw this. Okay, no, yeah, truth about guns. So I'm gonna throw this up into. Um, I'm gonna throw this up there so everyone can see it. I'll share my screen. Okay, Exis existential threat. That camera crisis at the NRA. Existential. Um, all right. So that's this is by Adam Kraut actually. Who um, usually Adam Kraut is running for, uh, for uh, a seat on the board of the NRA. So he says, uh, 
Over the past few months, news of impropriety, questionable business dealings, <laughs> lack of transparency regarding the inner workings of the NRA, and outrageous compensation have emerged. While uh, the source of a lot of this information is not one that many people hold in high regard. I think he's talking about the media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are, are you friends with the uh, <laughs> Yankee Marshall, or do you like him at all, or no? Uh, what? Hold on a second. What did you say? Do you like the Yankee Marshall at all, or no? Um, I I think Yankee Marshall is okay. Why? Well, I saw a video that he did, uh, and it was talking about how, mm-hmm. like, if Adam was to get elected or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, and he was talking about board members and stuff like that not really being able to do anything and stuff like that and i didn't know i don't know anything about that whole situation because the nra for me you know last couple years or whatever has been a a thing you know such as doing youtube and stuff like that you know i've I've dove into it deeper i guess Mm -hmm. yeah but uh but before that it was just kind of like hey it's just an old man's thing or something you know what i'm saying like it never was anything for me when i was younger so i didn't know anything about what it was yeah but it was like different back in the day right yeah so i i probably wouldn't know too much about how the nra was back in the days either because i think i just got into it in the last uh seven years or something like that right yeah uh, so right it, you know yeah that's when i jumped into it i think yankee marshall obviously has been in that a lot longer than i have or you guys have and i don't always agree with him on everything but i think there is something to what he's saying there right because they've got this thing so stacked it's almost the nra functions a lot like a union to me so if you if you look at the unions out there they really stack everything up so the guys that are on the top have all the control you can try to do whatever you want you know, yeah. you're not going to break them or break in there or be able to do anything about it. One thing that he said that I don't think is necessarily true is talking about how he thinks that Adam is just in it for the money. I, I don't I don't think that that's true. Um, I think that he is wanting to make a difference. And I, I, I do believe that's the sole purpose of why he wants to go on there. But the fact that is it possible for him to make a difference is, is my question. Kind of like what he was saying. He was questioning it. Was it possible for him to make a difference? Because it is it is just one man and there is no power in the you know position that he was trying to get into, I guess, or whatever. Um, you know what? Yeah. So okay, that part of it so the question of whether Adam is in it for the money, like what money are we talking about? <laughs> well that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm not so there's there's money I think that, like, just like Adam is saying here in this article that we're reading, there's definitely some people in the NRA that are overpaid or siphoning a lot of money out of there, right? For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we definitely agree. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know, like, how Adam getting elected and being on the board is going to give him a whole bunch of money. I don't understand that. I think Adam Adam's a lawyer. He's better off doing lawyer stuff. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think his sole purpose was literally to change stuff, not what Yankee Marshall was saying. That yeah. I completely disagree with him about. Yeah. So that uh, yeah, I I don't think that I don't think Adam's doing it at all for the money. I think Adam and lots of other people out there genuinely want to change what's going on. Adam's been trying to do this for a long time. In Absolutely. all that time, he could have made a, a lot more money than this. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and I voted for Adam, and um, yeah. you know, so yeah. And and if I'm able to, I would do it again. So the the thing the thing is is that I I do agree though that they have everything so stacked that I don't know what difference just Adam's gonna make. 
I would be right. happy to see him get on there and a bunch of other people that are like us. Right. But how many dudes is it going to take? Because I think, what is it, like 70 members or something? There's a shit ton. I know that he posted, uh, when they posted a thing on TGC Nation uh, about, he, he put in there basically a whole list of people that's on there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't realize there was that many people on the board and stuff. Yeah, so that's the thing that we're going up against, right? So, yeah. like, how many dudes do we have to get on there? And we've been trying for years to get Adam on there. That's not working. Yeah. So if we can't get him on there, let's say we even got him on, how yeah. many other people do we have to get on knowing that it's incredibly difficult to do that? And then at some point you have to ask yourself, and I think that's maybe that's a little bit of what Yankee Marshall is talking about in his own way is um, – like what you know how many dudes do we have to do and is it worth the energy yeah can we do something else with that energy like i i would i don't know about you guys but i would suggest to people out there to um you know if you believe in the second amendment and all that i'm not trying to tell people to to drop out of the nra that's personal decision but i would say try to support some other groups and don't give all of your money to the nra right yeah no that's what a lot of people say and you know i've I, I'm good friends with Sean, uh, Sean Heron, and we talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes, and uh, you're talking about GOA. Yeah, right. and yeah, and he was saying, you know, basically, there are people, there are lobbyists, and there's legislation, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, GOA does a lot of legislation, which is great. We do need that, but the, unfortunately, we do need the NRA too to do lobbyist work. We do. I think we do. I think that they're a little bit out of control, and we're trying to rein them in. Yeah. I think that's what's going on right now. Obviously, even in, if you guys continue, um, you know, if you look, this is on this is on the truth about guns. I don't know if you guys could pull it up, but if you continue, if you read through his thing here, he's talking about Ackerman McQueen, which is basically the marketing arm, I guess, of the NRA. But they're kind of like a succubus or some kind of parasite <laughs> that yeah, has yeah. its claws in the NRA because. So, for example, and I'm not trying to say this in a negative way because I, I like Colin Noir, but Colin Noir and other people that you see on um, NRA TV, they work for Ackerman McQueen. They don't work for the yeah. NRA. Um, and, and I think that there's a, there is a problem there with, yeah. with what those guys are doing uh, marketing-wise. And, and, you know, maybe we, got, we have to ask which Adam is doing that. Like, why is all this money going to, to this thing? Right. You know, and how much control do they have? How deeply are their hooks sunk into the NRA, and how difficult is it going to be to like remove them? Yeah. You know, if um, you know, if they're there. Oh, I see the we like shooting guys have have uh, jumped in the chat here. Um, <laughs> they say, let me see. I'll throw up what they say. Uh, BDGG is my fam. There you go. All right. <laughs> hey. Yeah, hey. You know, take it if you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Sean is my my gay lover, actually. And uh, oh, okay. Does does, <laughs> does other Josh know about this? No, my other partner doesn't know about my other partner. Yeah, is there some kind of weird triumvirate that you guys have going on? Making them, you know. It's uh, it's kind of like in the military. Well, the way the military used to be, it's don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, then why'd you tell us? Because I don't want to know. <laughs> he told you. I said don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so we like shooting. Gave us a couple of bucks. He says black diamond guns and gear are awesome. Hi, Hank. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I'll take it. 
<laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that I think we do. We need a bunch of different things to uh, to fight this battle that's coming up in front of us. Like we're talking about Kamala Harris. There's a, a how many? There's like twenty something people running for president on the Democratic side. Shit, I don't Democratic even know. Side? I think I think it's what? like twenty or thirty. That's so, crazy. Yeah. So Kamala. This is what I don't understand. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you go off. Go ahead. Yeah. I don't understand how. Okay, it's it's always going to be a Republican. It's always going to be a Democrat. Like it's one or the other. Why can't we not get an independent to win? Um, I think it takes so much for an independent to win that it's it's almost ridiculous. Geez, you hear that? Yeah. Somebody just Bitch drove. Someone just drove. Someone just drove right through your living room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Because we have a two party system, basically. You know, I think it's a good question that you guys are asking, and there's lots of younger people like yourselves out there asking that question, like, what the what the hell is going on? But America has been built for a long time on this stupid ass two party system, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, because I don't, I find myself not agreeing with Republicans or Democrats. Yeah. You know? Well, it's like it's almost like you have to you have to pick, you know, Republican because they. They, you know, they fight for our Second Amendment, Second Amendment rights, stuff, and, and that's pretty much all there is to it. I mean, so it's like you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, but do they really? Do well, they, they say they do. It, yeah, I mean, really? just like uh, Trump came on, uh, you know, we were there when he was in uh, Atlanta. Mm -hmm. and, uh, he I came think out that's and when I first met you guys, probably. Right? Yeah. yeah, and he came out there and he was like, you know, hey, you know, I'm, your Second Amendment right is done being, you know, pushed and upon preached, or whatever yeah. the hell he said. Yeah. Uh, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, all that <laughs> other bullshit that people say so they could get elected. Exactly. <laughs> I, I think, I'm, and I'm not saying that I didn't vote for Trump because I did. Sure, but me too. He he put it out there. He he found the niche that he needed to find mm -hmm. in order to get elected, and he and he told them exactly what he wanted to, what they needed to hear to get elected, and he did it, and he and that's how he won. Yeah. Okay. By the way, Adam Jimenez gave us a couple of bucks. He says you better not forget the two A challenge, Hank. So I'm gonna leave the I'm gonna leave his comment up there until I because um, if you don't know Adam Jimenez he has a channel for anyone that's watching or you guys um, yeah he's he's not he's I don't think he's really trying to be a YouTuber or anything he's a Second Amendment guy you know he's uh, he's always been here he's been here for some time here on the channel but he made a video kind of talking about what the Second Amendment means to him yeah and um, his challenge is for us all to do that so. I think let's answer this, and then I'll probably get into that, and we can, we can make a video right here, keep it efficient, of what the Second Amendment means to us. I'll let you guys say that, and then I'll say it, and then okay. uh, I'll pull that out and make that into its own little video here, That's um, cool. and we'll do that. So yeah, I think ultimately, going back to uh, Trump for a second here, I think I voted for Trump. I would rather have Trump than Hillary. Absolutely. So I am not mad at myself for that at all. And I think ultimately people need to vote, vote for whoever the hell you want to. But, you know, and I don't think that Trump is 100% a Republican either. No, he never was a Republican until he was supposed to be a Republican for the office. That was it. Yeah. Like, he never was a Republican. Yeah, he's really like a Democrat, you know. Um, he's. I think he's been a Republican for a little while, but mostly he's all, like, I grew up in New York, so, you know, um, all the time that I was growing up, he was a Democrat. So, and to be honest with you, up until last year, I was a Democrat here in Florida, 
is what I was registered as, right? But I've been voting Republican for a long time. Florida just has this stupid system that you have to pick and choose. And if you go independent party here, then in the primaries, if there's no one independent, you can't even vote. Yeah. You can only vote for whatever party you choose. So like this year, yeah, Lola did that before and then she couldn't vote in a lot of primaries because there was no one independent running. So I just stayed where I was at and then just voted for the, you know, like I think uh, when when it was Hillary versus Bernie on the Democratic side, I voted for Bernie. And then in the general, obviously, I voted for Trump. But I changed I changed all my stuff. I was like, listen, we ultimately need to like choose one of these parties and take them over or take over both of them, I think. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Looks like we're having some fights in the comments between Izzy and uh, We Like Shooting. <laughs> oh, between who and We Like Shooting? Izzy Long. Oh, okay. He gave us, he gave me five bucks and, uh, and then We Like Shooting said he's trying to one up me, so he gave him ten. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, I'm not. All right, let me um, let me take Adam off here for a second and then give Izzy his uh, respect here. He says uh, I can't speak for Adam and John or TGC, but I'm here for. For <laughs> Black Diamonds and Guns and Hank's awesome do. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And then let me see. What did you, so Sean said something after that? You're saying? <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, see what Sean's thing is here. Um, Izzy just tried to one up me. Hank and Lola are amazing. Hi, Izzy. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, you guys just keep doing the going, going, and going <laughs> with that one. So anyway, so the thing, the, the, the point I was trying to make here that I'm, that I'm trying to get across to you guys, and, and you can tell me what you think about it, I think that we need to take over these parties, those of us who believe in the Second Amendment, we need to take them back, you know, take them back for us and actually go in there and then we'll have some people who really believe in the Second Amendment, who really yeah. believe in the Constitution, but it's easier said than done, right? Yeah. You know, how long is it? It's kind of, it almost is kind of like Adam going on the board. Yeah. How far stacked is it going to be to where it actually makes a difference once we get in there? Yeah. Well, okay. So I think offices now, the NRA is a separate thing from, uh, from politics in general. I'm not trying to say politics like on the outside is, uh, isn't, doesn't have its issues, but I think that you should definitely vote and vote locally as well as not, don't just vote when it's time to vote for president. Okay. But I think it makes a difference. So like where I live, I have a sheriff. I'm sure you guys do, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I elect that dude. Right. (laughs) So he's got to look me in the face every now and then. And and my sheriff is a good dude. Yeah. He believes in the Second Amendment. We support him. That could help when people decide they're going to try to like um, enforce anti Second Amendment stuff. Right. When the sheriffs go, yeah, we're not going to enforce that. Yeah. So I think I, it matters there, and I think it matters in other places. When we get real guys in there, it can make that one person can make a difference. When they go, yeah, we're not going to do this. Yeah, we got people here, man, in our Knox County and you know in the surrounding areas that are pretty much the same way. I mean, they're they're really good at that, basically. Yeah. Pretty much telling everybody to, to stick it, basically, and uh, I'm really happy that they're pushing all kinds of stuff through right now, and it's all pro two A bills that are going through right now, like. Uh, they're wanting to make it easier for us to carry and stuff like that, which, in my opinion, if you're going to carry a gun, a carry firearm, whatever, you're going to have to get – you need training. I mean, period, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't think it should be – it shouldn't be something that you have to do, but you should want to get training. And uh, But they're but they're trying to make it easier to where you can carry and not have to even get like a, a permit and stuff or 
no, Kentucky do that. Tennessee's doing a thing where they make it to where it's like an advanced carry or something like that. But anyway, they're trying to enforce it and make it better. Yeah, I think that. Um, so the, when it comes to when it comes to uh, requirements that you have to get the training, the problem yeah. there that can open up the door. Yeah. Um, to, for, for them to put obstacles in people's way by making it a lot of training or very expensive right. yeah. training. So yeah, that's just, why I don't agree with that part of it. Your mindset, you should want training. Yeah, absolutely. And everybody should have training, but the problem is, is that you don't want to make it a requirement. Yeah. Even though really it should be, <laughs> but, but I don't agree with it. it should well, it's be. almost like it's almost like health insurance. Yeah. You know, the, you know, you know, we 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 made health insurance to where it's mandatory to have. Mm-hmm. Now, health insurance companies can Do pretty much charge you whatever they want yeah. mm-hmm. because it's mandatory that you have it. Right. So it's yeah. the same way as if, if they make this training mandatory, they can charge whatever the hell they want to yeah. charge yeah. for the training. Yeah, and then you just created ways. Like they can make it more difficult for, for, the, t- for the schools to exist. They can, yeah. um, they can say you've got to get this many courses and – you know, they can put a lot of things there in the way of that, and, and I'm not for that. I think that just like anything else um, out there in life, if you want to uh, know about something and be good at it, then you need to pursue it. But I don't think we should force people um, to, to do those things, right? It's kind of like it's, – it's almost like Catch-22, though, because you got Joe Blow out here that don't know you should have, you know, defense rounds versus, you know, jacket and, you know, whatever, and uh, or, you know, range ammo. And, uh, and blowing through somebody and hitting me or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, just people not knowing things and they should be trained. Yeah. But it's it's like a catch-22. You don't want to make that happen. So. Well, I mean, even right now, I mean, I, we have the Tennessee concealed carry permit, and you have to take a class and you have to do all this. You have to meet so many chicks. But I, I talk to people all the time, and I'm like, hey, you know, you, you carry a pistol. Yeah, well, what do you carry in it? Uh, well, I carry a federal full metal jacket, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like. Do you really? <laughs> yeah, there's so many people out there that carry like that. Um, and yeah, you know, and, and, and that's always that always comes back to, is that the best thing in the world? See, this these are opinions that we have, which I would probably agree with you guys yeah. on. But should we force people? It's like, should we tell people what kind of gun they should carry? We should, should we tell them, no, you know what? You can't have a high point. It has to be a this. Well, you can't have a Jimenez or this thing or that thing. You know, yeah. so I don't know if I want to get into that. Obviously, there's things that happen that you may be putting other people at risk, but that happens with lots of things out there in the world that we do, like cars and, and other true. things that but we But if we can get a handle, if we can get a handle on it and prevent that from happening by doing certain things, they should they should know that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just like holistically, mm-hmm. that's the reason why those things work. I mean, you know, so they should they should know that. But the problem is they don't go to training. They don't do the research. Right. Oh. Yeah. So 180, 182nd idea says, oh, my God, Hank plus Josh plus Josh. I'm freaking out. <laughs> so shout out, to, shout out to him. <laughs> OK, so listen, you know what? Before we forget about it, let's go to let's do the Second Amendment challenge thing. I'm going to let the uh, ladies go first here. You guys can uh, tell me what each of you, what the Second Amendment means to you. And I know I'm putting you on the spot, but let's do it. I'm down. Yeah. What is it? Let's see, which Josh is going first? What does the Second Amendment mean to me? Yeah. Uh, I I consider myself uh, a libertarian. So I don't care what you do outside of your home. Just don't infringe on my rights. So what does the Second Amendment mean to me? It is a... 
It is a way to protect me, myself, and my family, and it should not be infringed. Hands down, not at all. I should be able to take care of mine and my own family any way necessary, whether it be with an RPK, whether it be with a... Attack helicopter. Yeah, anything. Yeah, right. You know, I don't think that the government, I do not think that the ATF should regulate what I can own. Now, responsibility, I... That's that's a catch twenty two. I don't think that anybody should uh, should own this shit, hands down, because there's a bunch of people that probably shouldn't own it. I think uh, if you are a convicted felon, you should not be able to own whatever the hell you want. Uh, within reason, I don't think, and that's a catch twenty two as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a violent convicted felon for for violent crimes, you shouldn't be able to own machine guns or whatever. But at the same time, you should be able to protect yourself. Okay. All right. Now let's just bear in mind that you know if you're if you're really a bad guy out there, you're going to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 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 So a lot of these a lot a lot of these laws and stuff like that don't really serve to stop the criminals or the really bad guys out there. Or, or you know, the people who are seeking, who are broken and, and seeking to do a lot of damage, they, they serve to slow us down. So There's a reason why they're criminals. Yeah. Hell yeah, exactly. All right, Josh, other Josh, other, well, other, other, okay, whatever. Uh, what's your, what does the Second Amendment mean to you? The Second Amendment means to me freedom and being able to do exactly what I want, when I want, and not having anybody tell me how to do it or what to do it. Uh, like Josh was saying, I consider myself a sort of mostly a libertarian. Mm-hmm. So I don't care what you do in your house, who you do it with, whatever you want to do, doesn't matter to me. As long as you don't infringe upon my rights to defend myself, my family, that's what the, uh, the Second Amendment means to me. All right. Very good. Um, I'm going to say uh, for me, the, the and I had a little bit of time to think about this, so I think what the Second Amendment means to me is, uh, I always tell people this, you don't have what you cannot defend. And yeah. the Second Amendment is that thing that, that reiterates your right to defend yourself. Everything else comes out of that. All the other freedoms, everything else that you, that you would like to have in the world comes out of that. So when I say that you don't have what you can't defend, there's nothing in the world. If you think you have like a family and you love them and you can't defend them, you don't have them. If, if you right. think you have a, a money or a car, whatever it is, material things, but you can't defend that, you don't have it. If you think you have rights and freedom, but you cannot defend that, then you don't, you don't really have it. Yep. So that's what it means to me. It means that it's it's a tool that allows me to defend all the things that I have, and it allows everyone else out there to do it. So, yep. um, I'll agree with that. And yeah. uh, we actually, uh, I got on a discussion with a lady the other day, and then she said something about your your First Amendment rights. You know, freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. The First Amendment right is the most. Uh, important amendment out there is that's freedom of speech and i was like well without the second amendment you don't the have first that. Amendment right goes away yeah you don't and, have anything else i mean they, no, the government can tell you you to, have no way to ensure that you have anything else if you don't have the second amendment no. yeah the government can tell you to shut your pie hole and yeah. shove a submachine gun in it you yeah know? yeah absolutely absolutely okay so so this is going to be this is going to be our submission to the second amendment challenge from adam jimenez 
Okay, and here's what I'm going to challenge everyone to do in this thing. Everyone that's listening to it here in, in the whole podcast, and then probably when I cut this out and throw it up there. Um, you know, you guys tell us what you think about that, if you disagree with us or agree with us. And then also let us, you know, let us know what you, what you think the Second Amendment means to you. That's our challenge to you that we're passing on. And, uh, you know, and hit us up with that or tag us or whatever. Right? Yeah. Okay, so let's see. Um, I'm trying to go through here. There's a whole bunch of stuff. I noticed the chat is very active right now. <laughs> uh, going back to what I was saying about politics, so that's why I was telling you guys about Hooten in the House. Go check him out. If, if you guys are here in Florida especially, uh, you'll be able to um, impact that. But I, I um, suggest to, to like how you guys are doing social media and all that kind of stuff. Folks out there, figure out who is pro-Second Amendment in your area and support them. Or if you are pro-Second Amendment and you're thinking about running for office or, you know, that kind of thing has drifted through your mind, maybe, maybe actually get out there and do that. And, um, and then you can look us up and we'll do what we could try to do. You don't have to be in Florida for me to help you out and call attention to you. If you're in Tennessee, maybe I'll hook you up with these dudes. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah. And, and then we could look, I think that's really important though, that we vet people out. So don't think this is not going to be easy to run for office. No, I (laughs) mean, absolutely not. not. Yeah. It's not easy to do, um, anything. So, um, I wouldn't know where to begin, honestly. Yeah. I think well, okay. So that's a good question, man. Where do you where do you begin on that? I'm gonna try to have Hooten in the house come on here and talk about it. But I think whatever state you're in, you can go online and you can look up what it takes to run for office. Really, that's awesome. Yeah, to see to see whether or not you qualify. But then I think the first one of the first steps you need to make is figure out where you stand, put all that stuff down, get social media, get your name out there, start communicating with people. Let people know where you stand. Um, I suggested to him that he make videos or put up something every single day. You know, then you want to start getting in touch with people out there and letting the word get out. You might have to get some signatures signed, you know, all that kind of stuff. I think you want to consider what party you're going to be in. Like I said, we're kind of like in a two-party system. Take over a party. I wonder, like, uh, as far as, like, money goes, like, what you'd have to have as far as backing in order to do that. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good question. I'm sure there's some fees and stuff like that. So, yeah, you know, uh, but uh, Red Bear says they will never leave you alone. These boundary pushers get their kicks from constantly pushing. <laughs> so I get that. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I think we'll get we'll as we get into this, as we dig into this more, I'll try to. Um, uh, I'll try to get more info because it's a good question that you're asking, man. Like, what does it really take? How much money? What do you have to do? I mean, you got to think. You, if you're going to be doing, you know, traveling around, say, the state you live in. I mean, you're going to be traveling around the state. You got to do these campaigns. I mean, that that takes money to do it. I mean, yeah. So yeah, average Joe can't do that unless they have a backer that would, you know. Yeah, but there's there's ways now. So um, one quick thing. Who well, say says? Stuff. Yeah, kickstart. There's things like that. Who say says uh, Maj Ture is running for Philadelphia City Council? That's cool. Um, so I know I was I was reading about this. There is like a um, a platform, some kind of social media platform that Democrats have where people can go give money. So that's what um, Ocasio Cortez. That's where she gets a lot of money from. Really? Yeah. The terrible thing about it, there isn't a Republican version of that, but. You know, 
whatever. And I don't think there isn't, there's not an independent version of that either, which is too bad. So is it not a platform where you could do either or? Does it just have to be no, just, just, it was made specifically for that? Yeah, when I looked at it, it was made specifically for Democrats. And really? there's quite Yeah, there's quite a few Democrats that are getting funded on that. Yeah, in, in a lot of ways, I think they're outplaying us. They are, man, for sure. And, and and a lot of it, we're allowing them to do that because it's not like people like us can't um, do things. Look, for example, uh, Gunstreamer. You guys know about Are you guys on Gunstreamer? We're not, no. Yeah, see? Well, there you go. You. You are the reason. <laughs> right there. Get your boat on Gunstreamer, man. Those are pro-gun guys. I've had them on the show. I've talked to them. Uh, I've seen them on a couple of podcasts, different ones. Yeah. So, first of all, so those are nerdy guys that are into internet, and they built a platform that's um, that's very much like YouTube. In some ways, it yeah. works better as far as I'm concerned, but definitely doesn't have the politics of YouTube. Yeah. You know, those guys believe in the First Amendment just as much as they believe in the Second Amendment. So they did it. They built a platform. Guess what? Then we have to support it. We have to get on there. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm definitely down to get on there. I yeah. mean, it, was, it would be easier to put it on, you know, different things like that. I mean, it would be better for us to put it on different things than, than just one source, yeah. putting all of in one basket basically yeah but honestly like last year you know when we well I maybe mean, we've only been at this for almost two years so mm-hmm. uh to yeah, have about a year and a half yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. to, for us to have uh almost four thousand subscribers that's like, about us well yeah, yeah so you guys are kicking uh, ass man <laughs> pat on the back away yeah. make sure <laughs> make sure people listening to this go out here and subscribe to these guys too oh thanks. yeah but yeah but so i mean i started out using my phone Mm-hmm. And uh, and actually, we used my my uh, just an iPhone eight plus. We used that for an entire year mm-hmm. before I was actually able to get you know a camera and some laptops and all kinds of shit like that. But uh, honestly, I'm not the techiest person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I know how to work a phone. And that was about it. Uh, when it comes to editing and stuff like that, it's all it's all. Uh, how online. old are you guys? Uh, I'm thirty three. Thirty three. Okay, you're in your thirties. Okay. Yeah. So you're not you're not um, you're not little babies. No, you're younger no. than me, but you're not little babies either. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the last time before I started editing on this stuff, man, was the last time I touched a computer was when I was in high school. I mean, I, I, I never had a job where I touched a computer. How, where was high school? How long ago was high school? Shit. Um, really? Well, it's that long? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm 33, so that was at least it's been yeah, yeah. 16 years. 16 years, yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, I don't want to tell you how long it's been for me. <laughs> More like just, 30 years. Just, right. just getting into this, man. It's just like yeah. having to do all this again or, and, you know, type and stuff like that and everything. It's just it's weird again. But, you know, the more and more you do it, the better off you get at it. So I'm yeah. sure I can figure out how to get it on there. But also, I think something that you guys know, like, for example, I look at what you guys have done. Um, it doesn't matter what tool you use, man. It has to do with your creativity. And I think yeah. you guys apply creativity to what you're doing. And it's better to do something than to just sit there and go, listen, I can't do this until I buy a red camera. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, and then I have to get like this expensive computer set up, and I have to hire an editor, and I got to get yeah. this lighting guy and a sound yeah. guy. <laughs> Just, yeah, man, we did it. We've done it for a whole year with like lights from Lowe's <laughs> and and just an iPhone and a, and a thirty dollar you know camera stand from Walmart. Like we just had we just had the idea to you know to do backdrops and you know mm-hmm. tables and you know just other shit that we see we're just copying other people really mm-hmm. but you know we we just we listen to what people are saying listen to you know as far as like 
I guess, like when it comes to like background and stuff, like I, I watch Peter McKinnon all the fucking okay. time. Yeah, he's blowing up uh, on the YouTubes. Yeah, and I listen to his, you know, stuff, man, and it, it makes sense. I mean, a lot of it does. So, yeah, that's where you get the backdrops and the the B roll and stuff for your for videos and stuff. I mean, it's just it all comes from just learning as you go, and that's all I'm doing. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I think that so like you like we were talking about what it takes to do this in whatever aspect, whether you want to be on YouTube which I think um, social media, not just YouTube, is a way that you could affect this. So if you guys decided that you're creative people, you have, a, you have things you want to say and, and you go out there and do it, you need to, one, go out and do it, and then people need to support you. Yeah. you know? And so that goes with everything. I think that goes with the, like, we need a platform, right? We need things that look like YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. You know, we need um, organizations, like we were talking about the NRA, if we don't have organizations that work for us or that we're really happy with, then we need to go and either make organizations or support other organizations or both of those. Um, My question is, how do we get GLA big enough to where they're lobbyists? Um, I don't support. know. I, yeah, I think we can support, I think we can support them, but we need, there needs to be multiple people out there doing this all the time. I'm not trying to have one monolithic organization that stands well, that's the up problem for the second amendment that that's what they are that's what nra is they are the one big thing that does lobbying yeah um and and that's because the rest of us have probably been a little lax and so that we're like we're only supporting the nra so they're getting all the money but there's obviously a lot of money out there what we need to do is spread that money out and don't put all our bets on one chip or whatever the hell. Yeah. I'm not really a gambler, but, you know. So, <laughs> right. Like, if you're going to own the stock market, diversify, damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know, and, and someone told me, like, when I was looking into stock market stuff a long time ago, they say, don't fall in love with companies. Mm -hmm. You know, love your family, love yourself, you know. So I think the same thing applies to organizations that say they believe in the Second Amendment. We shouldn't fall in love with any of them. Not GOA, right. not NRA, not Dude, Second Amendment Society. hard for Trump. Hard? Hard for Trump. I think so, yes. Dude, absolutely. Yeah. When he went out there and said, oh, your rights are done being infringed upon, and mm -hmm. he was just fucking vomiting out the mouth, and people were just eating it up. Yeah, and, and and we can't blame him for that. You have to blame the people. Yeah, that's true. You know, think about just, this. I, like, I complained about this. NRA didn't do, to me, I didn't see them ask anyone or anything that they did. They just declared Trump was their guy for president. Yeah. Oh, uh, let me clarify. I ate it up, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like, yeah I, I mean, did. hands down. Yeah. I mean, he was the first person to do it. Yeah, I mean, in eight years. I mean, the yeah. first person actually, you know, so. Yeah. So, okay, so let's say we all fell for it. I, I didn't 100% fall for it, but whatever. That's <laughs> yeah. all technical stuff. I didn't I like think. the fact that the NRA just anointed him. I don't believe in that. But the NRA doesn't ask us for anything, and that should always be, like, the first bad sign that everyone should see. They just decided to go out there and say, hey, this is our guy. And then a lot yeah. of people went along with him. Like you said, me included, you included. So, but you don't have to, you know, it should be more than that. You should always look at people and put the pressure on. And I think yeah. that if, like, this next time around, um, if people just look at Trump and say, okay, I still don't really like Trump, but I'm going to vote for him because I don't want to get a Democrat in there. Yeah. I think that, you know, you need to question that a little bit. And I'll tell you why. We have Trump in there. All these bad things are happening for the Second Amendment. No one's mad about it. Maybe, yeah. maybe 
people, because, you know, it seems like people are very basic, maybe people need a bad guy. Maybe yeah. you need, like, um, a Kamala Harris to be president so that you can get mad, so you can wake up, so you can have I mean, someone to fight, because that's what seemed to be happening under Obama. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. What, what things that he has promised for, from a 2-8 standpoint has he done? Uh, I don't know of any, so I can't. I mean, None. If, if anyone out there could tell me, I'd be happy to listen to it. But yeah. I don't really. he, he has done what all Republicans have done when they get in office. They make more jobs and they lower taxes. Well, so here's what happened. When Trump got, when Trump got elected, you had a president. And then in the, in the uh, Senate and in Congress, uh, Republicans were running the show. And so everyone was happy. They were like, oh, we're going to get some stuff now. We're going to get suppressors off the NFA. We're going to get machine gun. We're going to get this thing. We're going to get that thing. And what did, the, what did the politicians keep telling us? Oh, just wait till the midterms. We can't do yeah. anything now. Then, yeah. So the midterms came and went, and they lost power. They lost Congress. Dude, we had the entire House and a Republican president, and we did nothing. Yep. We couldn't make anything happen. Yeah, that's the problem was when they had the power and they didn't do anything and they kept telling us to wait because they had some kind of stupid strategy that they were going to get elected again. That is dumb. Democrats yeah. are not. I could tell you guys, this is what like Kamala Harris in her statement here. Let me throw it up since we're, we're on this right now. I'm going to um, throw up something from what she from what she said. If you guys don't believe. Let me see. I'm going to try to pull it up. But um, OK, here we go. I'll pull it up here. Um, okay, Kamala Harris, I will take executive action on gun control if I'm elected president. Um, it goes on like uh, uh, Senator Kamala Harris vowed Monday to sign executive orders on gun control if she wins the Democratic nomination and defeats President Donald Trump in 2020. Upon being elected, I will give the United States Congress 100 days. I don't believe shit that she's saying, by the way. Um, I will give <laughs> 100 days to get their act together and have the courage to pass reasonable gun safety laws. And if they fail, <laughs> you know, she goes on and on here. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is... I know a lot of stuff that uh, politicians say is nonsense. Yeah. But the thing is, Democrats, though, if they get that chance, man, they're going to smack us upside the head. If they get the power, if they have the president, if they have the White House, um, and then they also have Congress and the Senate and all that, they're going to smack us upside the head. They're not going to yeah. wait till midterms. So why can't we do that? Why didn't we do it? But about this what I'm saying why can't we do that or did why why didn't we do that um you know what I think I have my theory what what do you guys think that why it didn't happen I don't know I have you no idea know. you don't know okay <laughs> what stuck. about you Josh do you have uh, I kind of have an idea I mean it, and you know it, it's kind of the same thing I mean it's like they baited us yeah you know yeah. In my own opinion, they baited us. They baited us and not in a they, good way. I think they knew. <laughs> I think they knew, hey, we're going to take, you know, we're going to abolish the, you know, the, what is it, Hearing Protection Act. They're, oh, we're going to give it to you. We're going to give it to you. And everybody's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they baited us. They baited us into it. And then, and then as soon as, you know, like you said, the midterms came around. Um, oh, just wait for it. Oh, just wait for it. Just yeah. wait for it. You know, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. No more $200 tax stamp. No more year wait. You can go, you can buy one on the shelf. And then midterms come around, we lost it. Yeah. 
and it's it's bait. That's what it is. They baited us. You know what I think? I think that the simple answer is the best one. Republicans are not pro-gun. They're not pro-Second <laughs> Amendment. They never meant that. They lied. They lied. Um, if you remember, sometimes... They're doing whatever make, keeps them in power. They're saying whatever they have to say. If you remember, uh, what is that guy? Is it Project Veritas? Where the guy was going around showing how the blue dog Democrats were saying that they're pro-gun, but they didn't really mean it. But they were, they were Democrats, but they were in Republican states, so they knew Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, sa the same thing goes for Republicans. There's tons of yeah. Republicans out there who say that they're, they're they believe in the Constitution. They say that, you know, they believe in the Second Amendment. They'll hold up one of these things and do yeah. a dance and all that kind of stuff. But they don't really mean it. Ultimately, yeah. when they said it, they did not mean it. How many people had turned while they were while, and voted uh, for things— when they have came up, came about, when they're supposed to be Republican, they're supposed to uphold yeah. what they're talking about, and they yeah. they just they just don't. They period. do not yeah. mean it. They do not mean it. But the also, they also were able to get away with it. One because of the NRA, I believe. I think the NRA gave them the the space to to uh, get away with doing that. Like the NRA didn't put the pressure. The NRA is saying these guys are a triple A rated, you know. And yeah. so they didn't they didn't put that pressure on them that they were supposed to put. You know, there's there's a whole bunch of different things happening here, but I think ultimately they don't really believe in the Second Amendment. They don't really believe in the Constitution. These are just things that they're saying. And also I think they saw that people out there are so comfortable and so well off, all of us, you know, yeah. we've got it so good that we really didn't get mad. Yeah. You know, where did you see anyone getting mad? This is why I'm going to bring it back to you, and I'm going to say this to you. I really think that a lot of the people out there in America that say they believe in the in the Second Amendment, uh, say they believe in guns, if you didn't get mad, if you didn't show up somewhere at a rally, if you didn't call, if you didn't vote, you know, um, your, your beliefs when you saw all of this going on, if you didn't get mad, then it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with it. And ask yourself why you didn't get mad. Do you need yeah. Do you need Barack Obama in the White House to be mad? Yeah, exactly. You know, and unfortunately, I think the answer to that sometimes is yeah. People, <laughs> people need someone who they can hate up there. Well, it's just like can do Democrats right now need need Trump. I mean, they are hating on Trump bad, and it's just their fuel in the fire. Yeah. You know, but that's too, you know, I don't really feel sorry for him. If 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 Trump or any other Republicans out there want our support, they should earn it. Yeah, I agree with that 100 percent. That's what I'm saying to you. They need to they need to get out there and they need to earn our support. I'm not going to feel bad if if I decide that I'm not going to support him or any other Republicans out there, or, you know, whatever. I'm go I know I'm going to vote. That's what's going to happen. But if but if it comes down that he's not reelected or none of these guys are reelected and and Democrats get all these, you know, they get the White House, they get Congress, they get the Senate. Then maybe I'm going to say, OK, now we get to see whether or not people in America really want the Second Amendment. Yeah. We'll get to see, yeah. because right now everyone out there is like, oh, everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, nothing's going to happen. We're not losing anything. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Yet, I think we've lost things. We have lost things. That's yeah. what I was going to say. We have lost things. Yeah. yeah. Anybody who supports red flag laws and and that whole thing is is that's mind boggling to me that we have a Republican president who says, "Oh, your rights are done being infringed upon." Yet he's just like, 
Take them first. Mm-hmm. Due process later. Mm-hmm. That's that's retarded to me. That is gun confiscation. Is what he's saying. Yeah. Basically, go right. ahead and take. Yeah, that, that it's literally take guns when we're supposed to be not take guns. <laughs> yeah, we're like, setting up the mechanisms by that will be used against us to take guns away from people or make it easier. We're setting all that stuff up every day. Yeah, I mean this whole thing with the ATF being able to make laws. When the hell that's. I don't know where that is. Like, the ATF can't make up a law to turn a piece of plastic into uh, a machine gun. Yeah. You know? But that's what we have going on, so. It's a piece of plastic that has been repeatedly proven to not do exactly what they're saying that it does. Yeah. Yeah. So videos out there. TGC did a video. Yeah. It actually showed in slow motion, super high-def slow motion, where where you could tell... What exactly what it does, mm-hmm. and yet they're still calling it, saying it does. Yeah, they don't exactly. care. They don't. Remember, no. remember, they looked at this several times. Okay, SoCal Gunner gave us five bucks. He says the meme I texted you is the perfect example of what you're all talking about. It's the cover for a Firearm Policy Coalition YouTube video. Okay. Um, here, let me let me throw this up on screen here. I'm gonna share my phone and throw that up so you guys That's can see. Awesome. Yeah. So, let me see. There you go. Gun control is not less wrong when Republicans do it. And then it's got, yep. that, it's got that meme that you guys have seen out there in a lot of different things. Okay, so the thing is, is that, um, where was I? Where was I there? Okay, yeah, ATF. We're talking about yep. the, um, the, the, machi- the bump stock. So, yeah, a piece of plastic that they looked at, like, three times under Obama. Yeah. Right? And said so it's Okay. Yeah, well, they said it's not a machine gun because it's not. Right. It's not a machine gun. Yeah. So now that so the ATF, if the ATF gets to make a law where this piece of plastic, not attached to a gun, but separately on its own, is yeah. a machine gun, if they get to make that law and that sticks, yeah, that's one of the beginning of the end time things going like, on. What's there. next? Yeah. Seriously, what's next? Well, they could put that on anything because basically. Um, and I keep telling people this. This is like back in the 80s when I was growing up. Um, they made, if you had a vial, because they, they had this crack problem, right? They had this drug problem um, yeah. around the country. And they said, if you get found with a vial of crack in New York, that was mandatory uh, 20 years in prison. Wow. One, one vial of crack cocaine. There's still people in prison over that in New York <laughs> right now. Even though, even though they've removed those laws, even though... There's, you know, there's no such thing as that going on anymore. Well, so, so basically that piece of plastic not attached to a, to a gun, you could pour bullets all over that piece of plastic. It's not going to go off full auto or even semi-auto, Yeah. (laughs) you know, or even fully semi-auto, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, you could do all that all you want to, but if you have that piece of plastic, just a piece of plastic on its own, you are a felon. Okay. You're a felon. Uh, I think it's meant it's like ten years in prison and two hundred fifty thousand dollar fine. That's ridiculous. How is that? How is that possible? Yeah. You know, no one. You can't. You can't. Like you. You can have machine guns. By the way, here's another thing. You can have yeah. machine guns if you have the right paperwork and you jump yeah. through the right hoops. But you can't have that. No one. Not a manufacturer. No. Not no a what? police department. Nobody can have that. That's. I mean, we have you know companies that we work with here. That you know we're able to shoot their you know full auto stuff and, and it's just like the, the one guy that we know, uh, 
I mean, no names mentioned or whatever, but uh, he, you know, is a company, and it's just one one man company, and he had all the paperwork, and he's a manufacturer, and we can shoot full auto stuff and all, all that stuff like that. I mean, and it, it is possible to have, mm-hmm. but you can't have a piece of plastic yeah. that literally does nothing. Yeah. Without um, intent behind it, basically. Yeah. So th- this is this is the weird thing, man. I think if that if if these guys are able to, if the ATF actually gets away with that. Just, just imagine, like anything they could do that to anything that you think. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So basically, what you're saying is, what's next? Yeah. yeah. Um, are, you know, muzzle devices, uh, anything that triggers and, for sure. They, triggers will be next. Right. Yeah, they, absolutely. And they, that's what they say. They say anything that can, you know, they they try to put this up one time. Uh, anything that can uh, increase the rate of fire yeah. uh, of your firearm. That is basically anything. Mm-hmm. Is Jerry Mitchell going to be uh, illegal next? Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> believe it or not, man. I'm sure that's like an eventual thing that's going to happen because what they're trying to do. Look, if you can get away with making a piece of plastic separately on its own, a thing that cannot exist anymore, you could do that to anything. Yeah, yeah look, look at that. Like Geisley triggers are going to go out of business. Um, yeah. Your your Franklin Armory binary triggers. I mean, that's that's you know that's poking and prodding on the ATF. I hate to say it, but it is. Yeah. Uh, what's what's going to happen with them? What's I mean, going to happen always with, gonna be with rules, muscle devices? And we're going to find our way around those rules. That's just what happens. That's what we do. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, it is what it is. But, yeah, for for how long? How long is that going to stand before they, before they grab that and take it away? Yeah, BWE Firearms and Parts says, I'm going to register a bump stock as a postie. You no, know, you won't be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not according not according to what they're saying. You can't yeah. yeah, you know, you can't do that. So, yeah, I that's think that's a huge it. that's a huge problem that no one realizes. Lots of people out there, I get it all the time. People are like, "Oh, why, you know, why are you trying to, you know, what do you what the bump stocks bullshit? Why are you fighting about that? Why are sure you mad about it?" Sure they are, but that's not the point. Yeah. You know. It's the point is is like what comes after that? What comes with that? Mhm. Point. Yeah, guy that comments says, "Have any raids been done for bump stocks?" No, not yet. Has anybody turned in one yet? Um, there. Well, about sixty something thousand of them were turned in by by really? a, uh, yeah by a manufacturer that ha- or a, a oh, warehouse. Wow. Yeah, a warehouse that had them. So if you're in the if you're in the position of being a manufacturer, you have to be really careful, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and these guys are looking at you. Have they actually gone after any people yet? No. The the right now, what we're talking about is whether or not this this action that the ATF took is able to, is able to stand. So that's probably at some point going to go all the way up to the Supreme Court. And if you think you know what's going to happen in the Supreme Court, I'm going to tell you that you don't. Yeah. You know, so that's all of this is going to get settled out there. Maybe someone does have to. There has to be some kind of raid, or you know, maybe someone gets pulled over, and normally everything would have been fine. They could have had a rifle, but that rifle has a bump stock on it. Now they're going to get uh, charged with a felony. They're going to get ten years. The you know whatever state or city that is is going to try to hit them up for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and seize their property because police departments all around the country have been doing that crap. So. We'll, uh, we'll we'll see there when it happens. No, it has it has it actually happened yet? How how much is it going to take, and how long is it going to be before you have to be an outlaw? I don't know, but it could happen whenever they want. If they're able to keep doing these things, it could happen whenever they want. 
Yeah. You know, and then just realize, just realize that all of this is happening when the president is a Republican. He was endorsed by the NRA. I'm sure at this NRA convention that we're all going to. I'm. I don't, I don't even really want to go, but I'm going because you know I have some commitments and stuff like that. There's people and- that. I'm, I'm working with I'm you know I'm going to do it and also I get to to meet up with guys like you and the folks out there that support me. Yeah. But at this convention they're probably going to endorse him again for all we know. Exactly, yeah. NRA NRA to us man is <clears throat> not I'm well, I shouldn't say NRA. I should say NRA AM. Mm-hmm. The, the annual meeting to us is basically now last year when we went I'm um, I'm not saying that we're anybody but last year when we went we were literally nobody. And, uh, you know, we had a you know a couple hundred subscribers, nothing, nobody even knew who we were, uh, except for uh, when we went to the panel. And then, uh, you know, we got to talk to everybody there. Johnny from 180 Second Ideas was there. That's where we first met uh, Sean and uh, John from, uh, you know, the Gun Collective and all that stuff like that. Um, but all those guys have been super awesome to us. And that is the reason why we go to NRA AM is because we get to meet and hang out with the guys that we only get to see a couple times a year. And that's the reason why we go. It's not because, oh, we have to go and we're supporting the NRA. We're going to hang out with the people that support us, uh, you know, be it other YouTubers or, you know, subscribers, fans, whatever you want to call it, uh, family, basically, people that support you. It's kind of like Bill Cosby said, I'm going out to have a good time. I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't. When did he say that? I don't Bill, know. Bill Cosby himself. Yeah. Have you ever seen that stand-up? Um. He's talking about drinking alcohol. I'm yeah. going out and I'm going to drink and I'm going to have a good time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Going out there to have a good time, yeah. basically. Those yeah. guys that you mentioned, I am pretty sure that if they get the opportunity, they will Bill Cosby you. What so, do you mean? You know, they will roofie you, especially Sean. <laughs> so, Sean, maybe. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. yeah. He's not the only one. He's not the only one. <laughs> so, uh, listen, I think, um, yeah, look, I agree with your reasons for going to the NRA. Yeah. I mean, it's what I like about it, right? I think over SHOT Show. Have you guys done SHOT Show? Been we there? have not been to SHOT Show yet. Okay. We're actually talking about going this year. Yeah. I mean, that's typically a more expensive thing to do. Vegas is ridiculously expensive, everything yeah. that you do in Vegas. Um it's an industry thing, so it's got a higher uh, a higher bar for entry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to me though, it's it's more or less about people want like showing off stuff to companies to buy and stuff. Right? Like, like if you own a gun store or something, mm-hmm. is that pretty much what it is? I mean, that's what we've heard. Yeah, I think that's what it used to be. But the one of the problems with the gun industry is things change very slowly. So um, yes, if you were typically what uh, uh, Shot Show used to be is that the industry is there and if you're if you own a gun store or a big distributor or whatever it is you go you see these companies you make your orders for the year you look around and stuff you're like oh i think people are gonna like this and you buy things right right? you make orders and then they go and they drink and they get the hookers and uh, (laughs) you know snort cocaine whatever the hell it is that they do in las vegas Um, but that's kind of changed because because the uh, consumer has changed yeah so you know even when i started doing this if i went into a gun store back in the day which was not long ago um (laughs) you know i started doing this like seven years ago if i went into a gun store and i said okay well i saw this gun you know i saw a youtube video for military arms channel i want this gun like oh that guy doesn't know what he's talking about (laughs) 
You just need this shotgun right here. Yeah. You know, that's how it used to be. No one's going for that anymore. You know what you want. If, if you don't even have to go to a store, you can order it and it gets shipped to some store around you. A lot of stores back then would not accept stuff that came yeah. uh, online. They especially hated Bud's Gun Shop. Um, I think a lot of them just now, because they're going through some financial difficulties, have uh, they've come off that bullshit. Yeah. But so today you can look online, see something, um, I'm interested in that, buy it online, get a good deal, have it shipped, go down there and pay your money, do your background check and get it. So I think it's the, and I think it's the same thing with the stores. They don't need to do that anymore. If they, it, cause it doesn't make sense. If you're a store, I'm an FFL. If you, and I, but I don't have a store. It doesn't make any kind of sense to me, but <laughs> if you have a store and then you drop a hundred thousand dollars buying a bunch of guns and no one wants to buy them, you're sitting on a hundred thousand dollars. That's, di that's diminishing in value every single day. Right. So that doesn't make sense. You're better off like looking at what people do want to do and, yeah. and carrying that stuff or getting things as, as if someone comes in, they're like, hey, you know, I'm interested in this. All right, we'll get that for you. We can get you a good price. We'll get it in here. So I think that whole thing is um, changing, but I don't think that, um, in, in my opinion, I don't think that the industry is changing with it yet. Yeah. So that's why SHOT Show is still really what it is. But a lot of what the industry gets out of SHOT Show is when people like me or you go there, if you go to Media Day, and you're making yeah. videos on things, right? Because I'm assuming, like for me, I, the big reason why I go there is I'm not one of the big baller um, gun channels out there, right? So I can't get all these wow. people to send me stuff. You're a bigger baller than we are. Um, no. No, I think that sometimes the the uh, level of balling that you do has to do with a crazy matrix of things. Yeah, well. <laughs> out there, believe it or not. So it's not fun on the budget. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and what I'm saying, I'm not knocking those guys. I think there's some big guys, bigger guys out there that if they wanted things, the companies would be happy to send them stuff because they know they're gonna get the exposure. Speaking of baller, I got one question for you. Sure. Did you see uh, anything that Forge from Freedom put up? Um, in terms of what? In terms of their relationship with uh, IB88. Yes, I did. I, matter of fact, I had Sam on here yesterday. Oh. Yeah, we did an early show and we talked about all that stuff. So. Hmm. We'll have yeah. to go back and watch it then. Yeah, you can. You can go back and watch it. Um, you know, it's there. So uh, from what he had to say and uh, my questions that I had about that and, and questions and comments that folks out there had about it. It's all up there. It's on the record. It's not something... I don't find any of that pleasant. Yeah. You know, I don't find any of that fun. Um, you know, I was I was talking to Josh about it earlier, and I told him, you know, there's two sides to every story, obviously. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, so, taking it all for, you know, what you know he said... Right. I, I, I see... I don't see a problem with people getting paid to do reviews. Hell, I'd like to get paid to do reviews. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it doesn't happen, but yeah, I would no, like to get paid but, uh, but anyway, I don't see a problem with that. But I do see a problem if if they're just like, you know, we don't get paid. And you, they truly do get paid, then that, that's that's messed up. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like I said, there's two sides to every story. Sure. And uh, Sometimes there's more sides than that, man. There can yeah. be three, four sides, and then there's still the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. That's totally true. Yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know what to think about it, man. Honestly, I really don't. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen enough on it. All I've seen was the email that he put out. So I was, I was just going to go, I'll have to go and watch that and see what he says. Yeah. You can, you can take a look at it. I mean, I'm trying, so, you know, I am not, I didn't do that. I didn't want to do that by the way. Yeah. But I feel like I do have a responsibility. Wait, you didn't want to do what? I didn't. I didn't want to to um, do that particular podcast. Really? Yeah. But here's the thing. I feel like I do have a responsibility. Why did you do? I, because I feel like I have a responsibility. Um, the reason why I'm doing my podcast in the first place is to one, um, one. It's it's something. It's a platform for me to stand on. Because yeah. I feel like there's a lot of people that don't give me a platform. You know, yeah. so that's one. Like, uh, you know, if I don't know whether or not you guys are aware of this, but I made a comment about your friends over at the Gun Collective, uh, you know, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. So my reaction to that is that I will have my own platform. Also, for folks like yourself, I believe that there's lots of uh, people getting into this and no one's helping them. Yeah. You know, so I, I did it for that reason. I also, the biggest reason I did it is for the audience that's out there, that's listening to us. And I think that they don't really fully understand everything that's happening inside of this world. I bet you, you guys didn't know about a lot of stuff that you've discovered. When you were zero subscribers, you probably looked at this world one way. And now yeah. that you're 4,000 subscribers, I bet you look at it a little bit differently. Yeah, I mean, it is true. And, uh, you know, the whole thing about... PGC and, and, you know, what you were talking about. Um, I mean, what, was that directly toward PGC or was it directly toward the panel or how was that directed? Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say you the way you were saying. Yeah. I, I said it, I think it was pretty like obvious. That's why I've left it there. I've never removed it. I think it was pretty obviously towards TGC. Um, yes. The guys on the panel, for the most part, I know those people. There's some people in there that I have no, uh, I don't even know who they are. Uh, or I might have heard of them, but I can't. I don't recognize them by face or whatever. But the, the people on there that I do know, I can't tell anyone that I've had any kind of uh, negative experiences from those guys. There's probably several guys on there that have helped me out when I was the size of you guys well, or smaller than that. So That's what I wanted to say is that – and, and I, I figured we would talk about it when we got on here. So mm -hmm. the, my stance on it is like this. Um, I personally know uh, – John from the Gun Collective, mm -hmm. and uh, I uh, number one don't think he's racist. Mm -hmm. No, no, for a fact he's not racist. Um, number two, in my own opinion, I think that it's it's not a thing that has to be done. You know, the panel's not a thing that has to be done. It's not it's not connected to the NRA AM, uh, so it's not something that has to go on. It's basically John and you know the people from the Gun Collective putting their money out there and uh you know and their time basically to put this panel on and i think that i think that if it had anything to do with the top youtube guys mm -hmm. like i mean i don't think that half the people would be up there i mean because there's people up there that are way bigger that would be on there if they if it was truly the top youtube guys i mean you think hickok 45 would be on there demolition ranch would be on there all these people that have you know millions of subscribers would be up there to me, it's John, and I'm not speaking for John. This is my opinion. Mm -hmm. To me, it's John asking his friends that he is super close with and people that have supported his channel and him or whatever in that situation to come up there and hang out with him. That's that's why I think the panel is. I don't think it has anything to do with this guy's a top guy and this guy's not a top guy. Yeah. And, and from that perspective, John has helped me out 
probably most out of anybody that's up there. Him and Sean have, mm-hmm. and you know, and Johnny from 180 Second Ideas. They they've all helped me out tremendously, mm-hmm. and uh, I couldn't I could not say better things about each one of those guys. Right. So I think there's a couple of things that I would have to unpack in what you're saying. Um, you know, first of all, I think you told me that you. How long have you known those guys? Uh, two years. Two years. Yeah. So I've I've been doing this seven years, and I've known those guys pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. So including Sean um, and, and everyone that you're mentioning there, and I've I've had um, Johnny from 180 Second Ideas here on my show. Right. I've had all the people. I've had you guys come on. Uh, yeah. Let me see. Uh, Richard Hughes says Second Amendment is not a right; is an instruction. For the feds to keep their hands off, uh, P.S. Lola set me up with a deal. Okay. <laughs> All right. So so the thing is, I've known these guys for, for a long time. And I think that if you go back and look at my post, yeah. you know, um, it's a very deliberate post that I made. I left it up there. I asked a question. Yeah. I didn't accuse anyone of being anything. Now, if, if, people, if people feel like they're being accused of being something... That's a, like that's an issue that they have to deal with with themselves. I think I asked a question that people ask me all the time. In in the time that I've known those guys, um, and in the time that they've been doing that panel, people ask me all the time, every single year. That's I think this is probably going to be the third year, right? I think it's fourth. Year, yeah, either the third or fourth year. People ask me, "Hey, what's up? What's going on with this thing?" Uh, you know, uh, people go to that thing. They're like, "Hey, how come you're not up there on this thing? What's going on?" And yeah. my response to those people is pretty much what you just said. Like, hey, this is so far as I know, this is a thing for those guys, for their friends. This is what they're doing. Yeah. Now, the, so the problem with it, I think that the community out there doesn't realize that. I would agree. With that. That's not the way that they're selling it. And you said that they're spending their money. I believe that there's companies giving money to that. So, yeah, there, I think there is. Yeah, so I don't believe. Brown Ells is part of it. Yeah, Brown Ells is part of it. I'm I'm familiar with Brown Ells. I've done stuff with them. I don't believe that Brown Ells is part of it. Thinking of it that way, you know, I believe that the folks out there and even the companies that are behind that are thinking, and even the way that they're pitching it to people, they're pitching it in a way that this has to do with a community. Okay, and so folks who are going there, who are showing up there. Are seeing it that way, but, Wait, but yeah, what way? they're seeing uh-huh. it. They're seeing this as a community thing. Now, w- the way that they see it, personal community thing or a YouTube community thing, as a gun community thing, as a YouTube gun community thing, however you want to put it. I think that's yeah. how people are seeing it. You know, so for me, I asked a question. I said, "Hey, do you guys know?" anyone of color do you know any women do you know anyone else that you can maybe break this up the whole thing of a panel when you decide to have a panel is that you are trying to bring a cross-section of uh whatever industry community however you know whatever bucket you want to put that into you're trying to bring those people up there so that other people can come up and ask them questions i think that obviously um they've clarified that a little bit like no this is for our friends this is just for us. There's nothing, whatever, well, going on in this. So I will say this too. Uh, Genevieve was up there the entire time. She actually had more last year. She had more to do than John did last year. Honestly, on the microphone, she was up there. You know, of course, that's his, you know, girlfriend or whatever. But it's still, it's still a woman, and she was up on the panel too. So okay. I don't, I don't, I don't see it being a woman issue. I don't, I don't think. 
Yeah, I don't understand what you're telling me. You're telling me that his girlfriend was up there? What does that mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's a, what I'm saying is that that's a lady up there in power on the microphone talking to everybody and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't yeah, see... Yeah, but what I'm, ta I'm talking about, like, the gun community. And, and listen, I'm going to tell you guys again. Those guys can do whatever they want to do, just like I can ask the question. Yeah, yeah. Okay? And, um, and I'm, not, I'm not mad at anyone defending them. Or anything like that. I think that the the there this is an issue. I asked about it. If we're if we're not if we're a community, I think I could do that. I can yeah. ask this question. I could say what's up with this, and I would encourage people to try to do that. When you know, I'm not. I don't think anyone should make you do something. But if you get to a point, if like in 2019, we're at the point where someone points this out and you go, oh no, this is totally innocent, there's nothing planned about this, then I well, think from what you just said, from what you just said in their defense, they probably well, they probably defense. don't know anyone different, right? But we, but we know that mm, that's not really true. So the thing is here, why would you do something like this over and over again and never think, like, okay, you have most of your friends, but every now and then you break that up and you have someone different come in there because when I get up there, when they get up there, when you get up there, we all say, hey, the, the Second Amendment's for everyone, right? Yeah. So I think we have to make an effort to prove to people out there that it is for everyone. It's not well, that someone has to force you to do something, but we have to make an effort to prove that. And I think another part, just, just so I can, you know, get this out there, um, Another thing that I was trying to say that there's a lot of like politics and, uh, you know, things going on in the in the backdrop, in the background of what we do that everyone doesn't know about. There's a lot of people being blacklisted. These people don't like these people. I saw, for example, when uh, the first time you guys came on here. Right. Yeah. If mm -hmm. you remember on social media, when you posted up that you came on here, there were some people that were not happy about that. Yeah, there was. Yeah. Why is that? Because uh, I, I remember the one specifically was talking about because uh, you were said something about Jaeger or something that right. I didn't I didn't know you even said it honestly right. yeah until somebody brought it to my attention right uh, so what you don't know about that is that Jaeger blacklisted me because of something that I chose to do yeah what okay. was that whole situation anyway I don't like I, I mean, said it's, I don't it's a thing like I said man I really try to avoid these things but I'm not afraid of it. But basically, yeah. there was a choice that I made when Jaeger separated from when from Reed, uh, Reed Hendricks, that has uh, Valorich training that, mm -hmm. you know, Jaeger put it out there that anyone that did anything with Reed was going to get blacklisted. They were going to run a fatwa on that person. Oh, really? Right? So I, I, you might not be aware of that, but that's what no, I, I'm, I didn't know. Anything about it. But that's what happened. That happened to me. Yeah. You know, so basically, because I made a decision I, to do I'll something with a person, the same thing that happened to you. You made a decision to come on here. Yeah. I made a decision to help you guys out because I met you. Yeah. I didn't judge yeah. you by anything. I was like, okay, these are some young guys doing it. I'm going to help them out. Right. You came on here. What you saw those guys do, they've been doing that to me for years. I, but I don't think that you not being on the panel has has anything to do with blacklisting you. I, I mean, I, I, what you said was, you know, it's, you know, they have their own cliques and that's probably true. They do have their own cliques, but it's his group of friends that he, that he's friends with. And I mean, he, uh, and I, like I said, I'm, I don't want to speak for him. You know, obviously right. I, I know John, I don't know him like a brother or anything, but I, I know him pretty well. Mm -hmm. 
I, I don't see him as being somebody. Obviously, that is racist. I don't yeah. see him as. Well, I mean, the thing, and the thing I'm telling you is, I know him also. For example, you know, we've invited him to come on here before all of this. I've I've known him for a while. I met him at one of the Iraq veteran events that I went to years ago. Yeah. You know, I've known him for a while. And and there's people who are here in the chat when they go into their stuff, when they do chats, they've said to they've said to uh, the gun collective, hey, how come you don't go do this thing with Hank Strange and all that? And he says, yeah, I don't like that guy's politics. Yeah. So what, well, I'm, what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say to you is that just like how you don't understand and you don't see all these little things going on. Yeah. There's lots of other people who don't see that. So the whole, like, the reasons why all these things happen is because of all these little inside things we have going on, you know. And, and I think, look, it's, it's uh, I'm not knocking you for, like, speaking up for those guys or anything. You're not yeah. the only person who's come on here since that to speak up for them. I had um, the AK guy on here, Brandon, yeah. and he spoke up for them. But think about this. Do you see that on the flip side? Do you see anyone going on those guys' stuff and speaking up for me? They don't allow that. They censor, they censor what goes on out there, and I don't do that. I don't, I don't say to you guys, you know what? I know you guys are down with these people. You yeah. know, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm, not yeah. that, I'm not that kind of person. But, you see, all, here's the thing about life. Your actions will be visible to everyone, especially now in this world that we live in. Whatever yeah. you do will be out there, and it will be visible to people. Well, especially if you put it on video for people to see. Yeah, and people will see it, and they can see your omissions as well. And that's what that post I made was about. People can see yeah. the omissions that you make and the things that you do not do. So you can say whatever you want to, but people can see the things that you do not do. But I honestly think, in my opinion, that it's just, it's just him getting together with his friends. And I, I, don't, I don't think that it's anything more than that. Yeah, and I accept that. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, that's what, like, for me, hey, I asked I the question, asked. if that's the answer to the question, I accept it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. your question was basically, why there's no people of color and why there's no women up there, right? Yeah, I, I want to know why they don't make, so for example, I'm not, it's not even just that, like, you guys are young folks, get, like, younger people getting into this, right? You're yeah. new. I would like to see you up on that panel. I don't, I personally don't want to be on that panel, but I would yeah. like to see you up there. Because I think we, if, we would love to see us up there. Yeah, if you're if you're really trying to, but you, like you said, they're not trying to do something for the community. They're trying to do something for themselves. But if you if the people out there think that they are doing something for the community, so if you know if that was what's going on, like I'm not I'm not just doing this for myself. Obviously, well, I'm doing it for myself. It's my channel here. You know, I talk about me, but I try yeah. to bring on other people, and I think that would be reflected. I would like to see, like, folks like yourself, younger people out there, people from all walks of life that believe in the Second Amendment, I would like to see those people represented. And here's the thing. The reason why people care about it, because when it comes to the NRA or any other meeting that we have, there is no other event like that going on. There's no yeah. other event that's that big. There's no other event that big companies uh, support like that and the folks out there who are looking at us like we were talking about the politicians we're talking about trump we're talking about the nra okay yeah. that's all well and good but your honor begins with you and it's no good for us to talk about other people have to do shit and we yeah. don't actually do that stuff that's that's just like what i believe in yeah so i, I don't want to beat you guys up about it either so no that's the thing yeah. like i mean obviously we don't want, we don't want to beat a dead horse uh, but 
to me, like I said, it's just uh, we, we've like I said, we knew we were going to come on and we we're probably going to talk about it. Yeah, uh, no, it's cool. And, and that's why I do this, I man. Guess. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of like uh, having tough conversations, you know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's <laughs> it is what it is. I think that there are there are clicks within the system. Yeah. I, I don't doubt that a bit. Uh, but is that wrong? Um, like in, in high school, if you were to ask somebody, why don't that kid have any black friends in high school? Yeah. Well. You know what? It's black <laughs> yeah. If that's the way that it is, I get it. No, I, I, you know, listen. I 100% don't believe that we should make people do things. How many black people are doing YouTube like this? There's quite a few. There's quite a. I mean, come on, man. It's 2019. We live in America. It's not just white people in America that care about the Second Amendment. There's lots of no. people. There's gay people that care about the Second but Amendment. As far as on a on a big on a big platform like this, I know of like you, Colin Noir, um, and. There's Marge Teray, there's Kevin Dixie. Um, Guy from 7076 70, or Bust. Yeah, like that there's Argo J. You know, there's, there's, listen, and it's not just that. There's plenty of women doing this. Yeah. You know, there's well, Latinos, there's Asian people out there. There's, you know, there's there's transgender people out there for that matter. What? I haven't seen them. Yeah, there are. I've seen them. When I, when I, go, when I go to NRA, I see them. I, I see them at SHOT Show. Yeah. And that goes there. that goes back to to me saying basically, like you know, do whatever. It doesn't matter to me who you, who you have sex with. <laughs> you know, I don't really care. Yeah. No, I don't care either, man. I think, yeah. I, like I said to you, like I believe in freedom, and freedom yeah. has to be defended. The thing that we're going up against here is that we're losing it, and people don't care. So there's one reason why people on our side don't care, and there's another reason why people who think they're on the other side don't care. So what I mean by that is on the, the people who think they're on the other side who vote for Democrats, they think they're liberals, you know, they, they think they don't care because they don't realize that guns have to do with freedom. You yeah. know, and, and I, so for example, I could tell you, I did something, I went to, um, uh, Atlanta has Google headquarters, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you're aware of this. In that Atlanta Google headquarters, there's a YouTube thing. You could actually go in there and make videos and stuff. Yeah, if, you can do that, and it'll tell you. It'll give you like classes and stuff too, right? Yeah. So they had a they had some kind of like meetup where, um, as you grow on YouTube, they used to do this, and they don't. I don't think they do it anymore because they don't want to encourage people doing what, like what I'm doing. I think they probably still do this, but I don't think they do it in our segment as much. Yeah. Um, I don't want to speak for them either. But anyway, so as you're growing on YouTube, they talk to you and they're like, oh, this is what you could do to grow and all that. And they invite you. I did see a couple of emails from that. Right. So, so they, but go ahead. we're nowhere near as big as what anybody else is. So yeah. it's not like they even recognize what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, but you don't have to be big because technically what they should see, this is what I'm saying to you. They have a platform and what they should be doing is helping people grow. So that's why yeah. they do it. The problem is, is that they're not 100% happy with people like us. Right. So I went out there for that thing. And they weren't happy with me, obviously, when they realized what I'm what all about. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. But, I mean, they, they weren't rude to me or anything like that, right? I think I went there. I had like an AK carved in my head. And, I, and on the other side of my head, <laughs> uh, the carving, that's awesome. I had like carved in uh, vote for guns. So the security people weren't happy about that. Um, but here's here's the yeah. thing. So at that meetup, there was a whole bunch of other kinds of YouTubers. It wasn't gun guys. And they yeah. wanted us to get together and talk to each other and tell us things we could do to help to grow. So one of the uh, or a couple of the guys that were there were actually uh, uh, black guys 
but they were gay, and that's what their YouTube channels was about, like about them yeah, being gay. gay. Yeah, the lifestyle, all that kind of stuff. So they asked me, hey, wh what do you do? And I told them that, you know, I'm like an advocate for the Second Amendment. I do gun stuff. And those guys told me, yeah, you know what, man? We need guns, too. Hmm. You know, huh? that's the thing that they said to me. They were like, yeah, we believe in guns. We need guns, too. And this is the thing that I'm saying. Like, you know, we have to make an effort to try to get other people out there to realize exactly what those guys said. If yeah. you realize you need guns, too, because you need to defend yourself and your way of life and what you want to do, you have to fight for that, otherwise you won't have it. But right. if, if we alienate people, if we don't help those people like come into the fold and realize like we're not some kind of weird creatures or we're not trying to destroy people or hurt people, we are, you know, we are trying to practice something that, that is um, reiterated <laughs> in the Second Amendment and that is for everyone. If we, don't do, if we don't make an effort to do that, when we're standing around going, hey, these guys keep taking away our Second Amendment, we're kind of at fault for that because we're not doing anything about it. You know, it's like they, it, the gun community right now is is looked at like they're just bad people. Like this is like everybody owns a gun's a murderer. Like that's and that's the way they look at it. We all get this this cloak of these are bad guys, and I don't understand how you can take that away when everybody else is just all all on it basically. Yeah. So then imagine if you're someone like me. Right. And people ask you this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, and if people come to you and they're like, oh, what's up? How come I don't see, you know, how come I don't see you or this person or that person or what's going on there? That's really all that is, man, if you want to understand it. For me, I'm not trying to force anyone to do anything. My yeah. way of dealing with this is I got out here and I'm doing something about it. And we're participating in that thing that I'm doing right now. And you could think about we could sit here and we could think who else does that? Yeah. Who else will open up and like not judge someone about how I've had people come on this on on this podcast that have zero subscribers. Yeah. You know, and I've, and we've we tried to zero. like help them. We had like 300 or 400 when we came on your show. Like we had nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I never said like, oh, these guys aren't big enough or, yeah. you know what? Um, there's too many bearded white dudes out there, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and, I, and I'm not trying to make other people do what I do. I'm just trying to say, let, let's think about it a little bit. That's yeah. all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to open our minds because I've had some of those people tell me that they never thought about this. So yeah. if you never thought about it and I didn't say anything, you're just going to keep going on, not, not ever thinking about it. Right. I, I can totally see that. Yeah. Uh, and I, I agree with you, yeah. but on the other hand, like I said, it's just it's not it's not something that has to go on. I, I mean, it's he's doing it, you know, obviously to to you know get his name out there and stuff too. I mean, we're not yeah. saying that. No, I get that. I get that, man. And that's why, like, if you notice, I don't harp on that. I haven't, you yeah. know, like we haven't spoken about it. That's the problem, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I have spoken about this. There's been other people that have come on and I've yeah. and I've yeah. had the discussion but here's the thing I like you guys and what I like about you is that you are you're, you're, I'm not trying to say you're kids because you're in your 30s you guys are grown ass <laughs> you know I think nowadays we gotta I think there's a little bit higher bar for you to be in the category of grown ass men <laughs> yeah you know so it's not like 18 really <laughs> yeah I have I'm, I'm, I'm a father to 18 and 19 year old boys by the way oh wow so they're not they're not grown ass men, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I'm gonna say you guys are. But I also see that I, I I like your style. I like the way that you guys roll. 
I, I can see that you're thinking. That's the thing about all this. I can see you guys are processing things. Yeah. And that's why I'm like trying to fill you in on like how I think about it and, and realize that I've been doing this a little bit longer than you guys. And unfortunately, as you continue to do this, you'll get to see more and more of the things that are going on. And you'll get to realize that in lots of ways, not um, not just not just uh, things that have to do with race or sex. There's lots of ways that people are just blocking everyone. And why are we doing that? But I, I don't understand. Are people thinking that it is it is literally just a top YouTube panel? Like people are saying think, that um, it's like it's everybody that's on top and, and nobody else. Like, is that what they're thinking? Because I don't think that's the way it's meant to be. I think it's literally, hey, I'm getting these guys together. If you want to come talk to him, come talk to him. <laughs> like, I think that's how it is. Yeah. Josh, what were you going to say? Uh, I was kind of saying like with, with what you're saying is I, I'm I, and I, I sit here and I, I was listening and I was processing and stuff like that is a lot of people with and I can kind of see that as they see the 2A community is it's one way mm-hmm. and there's and I can kind of see that um, and I can see how people could take that is is you have other people within the 2A community that are how do I say that almost afraid to speak out and stuff like that is it's like oh well i i don't fit this category or i don't fit this uh type of of 2a community and i can see that you know um like you were saying you know uh you, you went to the the conference and you had uh two two gay males that were like oh yeah we we defend our lives and we now what's what's the chances that they would go to nra annual meeting I, you know, I don't know. I know that when I go, just like when you guys go, you see lots of black people walking around there, right? Yeah. Right. But you know, I mean, you see lots of families, you see lots yeah. of women. Kids. You know? but, in yeah. social, but in social media, they see this and they're they like, see it as okay. old white men, though. They see it as old white men and they're kind of intimidated by and, it. But, we, but it's our responsibility to try to change that. You know, that's what I'm saying because I can agree forget, with forget about the media or anyone else. We need to change it for the people who could potentially become like guns are are gateway drugs to freedom for me. And I yeah. think when and I completely start, agree with it. I think when people start to realize that and they're like, Oh, these guys really aren't that bad, they're not really gonna care about who I am or what I'm into. You know, for example, I'm not like I didn't come from military or law enforcement, I'm an artist. Yeah, you know, right. I'm a guy who grew up like making videos and, and, and producing hip hop music and stuff like that. And yeah. what bothers me is when I look, I, I was never I was never big in the hip hop world or anything like that. I didn't <laughs> I didn't make it that far. But I grew up in hip hop. Right. I graduated high school in 1988. So the thing is, is that it, it's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so the thing is, is that when I look back at even like the let's say the hip hop community, I don't know what kind of music you guys are into. Well, <laughs> everything. Yeah, yeah so, no, I like everything. So let when I look back at that, and I see those guys who are clearly gun people. In the hip hop community, they're clearly gun people. Yeah. When they don't realize that they have a Second Amendment right, when they don't realize that they don't have to get arrested because they're defending themselves. Now, if they're <laughs> if they're like attacking people or trying to take things from people that don't belong to them. Those people that they're attacking also have a Second Amendment right, right? So right. When, when they don't realize all of this, I'm like, man, we're missing out on opportunities because there's a lot of things where I don't agree with everything that the guys in the hip-hop world do. I'll tell you that right now. 
Yeah. I, you know, I'm not trying to destroy people's lives. I'm not trying to take stuff from them. Um, I'm not trying to disrespect people or whatever. But there's common ground that we have that that we can get on each other's side because the things that they're supporting people, like Kamala Harris, they're going to support her. And yeah. what she's going to do when she gets in there in that hundred in that hundred days, when she writes these laws into effect, you know who's going to put it in jail? It's going to put them. it's going to put people that look like them in jail. Yeah. And they're supporting it. And this is what we did in the past with drugs. Right. Yeah. Yes. You know, so we're, we're missing out on that opportunity to talk to those people and to talk to other people. And we can't just sit here and keep doing things the old way that we used to do it. Yeah, the, sec- the Second Amendment's for everybody, no matter what. I mean, it is it is everybody's right. Yeah. So I completely agree with that. I think that, you know, how do we how do we reach out to these people? How do we how do we let them know that, like you said, is it, it is your Second Amendment right? How do we get them? I think. How do we get them on board? How do we get them on the train? So so the thing is, is that when I go to events, there's lots. I go lots of places. I do lots of things. And there's folks out there who are in those categories. So at NRA, those people are there. Yeah, and right. when they see that, they ask themselves that question too. They, so, and, and, and I, like I said, no one should be forced to do anything. But you shouldn't have to be forced to do the right thing. You know? So people, just remember that these people out there want to see themselves uh, reflected. And I've done things. Like I did, I went to, I did something in... Um, I did something at uh, in Atlanta with Marsh Teray. I don't know if you guys have heard of Marsh Teray. You ever heard of uh, uh, Black Guns Matter? Yeah. Yeah. So he did an event in, in Atlanta, and he had this uh, this rapper that's in the Creed movie. You know, mm. the boxing movie, Creed? Yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. So. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm not incredibly I know what athletic. it is, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm not very athletic. I'm not a huge Rocky fan, so. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this guy was a rapper in Philly, where Marsh Teray's from, and that guy was there, and he's a black guy and all that, and he's trying to, like, Marsh Teray's trying to get, uh, he's trying to reach out to, to people and get them to realize they have these rights. Because when I was in that thing, there were lots of people that were saying, we didn't even know we could legally do this, or we didn't know we had these rights. Or, like, there was a young woman that I met there that she lived in Philly, and she had a CCW, young black woman, a single mother, right? And yeah. she had two or three kids. She had a CCW, but she drove to New Jersey. She was in New Jersey. She did not realize that it was not valid in New Jersey. So she yeah. had this gun on her in the car, and she got pulled over by a trooper. Yeah. And the guy wasn't going to search her, but she got, like, scared, and she told him that she had a gun because he asked Right. Yeah. And she said that she had a gun and he locked her up and she was in prison for like 30 something days. Yeah. She didn't see her kids and she didn't like people don't realize all these different things that are going on. Yeah. You know, so so when I go to do these things, people are like, how come you guys don't reach out? How come you don't do this? Or me personally, they say to me, OK, you're out there rocking and rolling with these guys. How come you don't ever hold their feet to the fire? How come you don't ever ask them tough questions? Are you just trying to be cool with them? And the truth of the matter is, if you if you look back at me and who I am, the reason why there's people who are mad at me or telling you don't deal with me or whatever it is, because I've done that. I've always yeah. been honorable and stood up for what I believe. I tell you what, when it so, comes to Jaeger, mm-hmm. I I like that guy. Uh, I think that he's a, a straight up man as far as like uh, he give you the shirt off his back kind of guy. I mean, he's he really is that way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but I think he hates me. 
Okay. And the reason for that is because we did a video not too long ago where uh, I was I, – I think some people may say that I was, like, making fun of him, but I wasn't really making fun of him. I was just doing something funny. And uh, No, you were making fun of him. No, I wasn't. <laughs> but, yeah. but anyway, I think he There's no sugarcoating it. But I like him. I think he's a cool dude. I, I, I like the way he teaches as far as his mindset. We went to the class because he offered us two free classes mm-hmm. when we went to NRA last year. Uh, we told him, you know, hey, we're we're from Knoxville, you know, from Tennessee, and uh, he was like, well, hey, why haven't you been down to Camden yet? And I was like, because we're broke, you know, we can't afford a six hundred dollar class. And uh, and he was like, come down to Camden without even knowing who we are. And like I said, when we went to NRA last year, we had you know three four hundred subscribers, nothing, and uh, we're still nobody. But we had even less than nobody then. <laughs> and he he didn't even ask a question, didn't bat an eye or nothing. He was just like, come down to Camden, you can take class on me, not a big deal, whatever. And uh, we got down there, got to stay in his team room and stuff like that, which we got to stay in his house. He had no idea who we were, yet we stayed in his house. And, uh, you know, he's just – he is that kind of guy where he will literally give you – if you don't fuck him, basically, is what I'm saying, he will give you the shirt off his back. Mm -hmm. But once you do, you know, turn your back on him, he's just like, I'm done. And and in a lot of ways, I mean, I could totally agree with that, you know. Yeah. uh, But the mindset when we left that place – was a big part of it and it is a big part of the way he teaches yeah let me just let me just um shout this person out uh shoot shooter um what is this uh shooter ide live gave us uh, five bucks he says i can't afford much i'm a dad of four with a full-time job trying to build a gun channel on the side i appreciate what you do so here's five bucks thank you i appreciate that um you know so here's the thing that I'm going to say to you about Jaeger that you might be surprised. What you just said, I pretty much agree with. Yeah. Okay. So I, it, it's, it's not my intention to like tear him down or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I, and I think that these things that I'm saying that people should do, Jaeger does a lot of that. Okay. Yeah, that he, he does not care the size of people or anything like that. If you believe in the Second Amendment, you know, he will try to do what he could do to help you etc. He's he's he was that kind of person to me. He's that kind of person to lots of people. And so there's there's no part of what you just said that I would argue about. No. You know, I've seen him do that. As a matter of fact, I've I've uh you know, I've experienced him doing like the opposite when other people are trying to bring race and things like that into play in terms of dealing with someone or whatever. I've seen him uh attack that. Yeah. You know, and push that down because I don't, you know, like people have asked me that before. Do I do I think he's racist? I absolutely don't. There's nothing that I ever did to deal with him that makes right. me think that. And I don't think that about him. Yeah. You know, now, the unfortunately, like I told you, you know, he's got some issues, <laughs> Yeah. you know, and I personally didn't do anything to screw him over other than I chose to go train with someone who I met at the same time exact precise moment in time that I met Jaeger right and they split up and I made a decision to go do something with that person and you know people don't realize that and they don't know that and and I happen to be in Tennessee because that's where that guy is but I have I have uh friends that live in Tennessee not far from him and I like was there hanging out with my friend before I went up to do the training and I knew that Jaeger was going to be mad about what I was up to and I was like listen you know, I'm going to leave him alone. My friend has known him from the beginning a lot longer than me and you. And so he, basically he, he was like, if you go train with him, you're a piece of shit. 
Yeah, but my friend who I was with insisted on me getting in touch with him. Well, because I was literally in his neighborhood and I kept saying, no, this guy is not going to be happy about that, you know, but he was like, listen, he's not like that. He's not that kind of person. So I got in touch with him not to do anything, just to like, you know, to be respectful that, hey, I'm in your hood right now. What's up with you? Because I went to train with someone doesn't mean that I had a problem with him, but that's what it became. Yes. The situation that went down with the two of us played itself out like that, where he was like, hey, this is what I set out. This is if anyone deals with that guy, screw them. So screw you. And listen, that he is as a human being, he's entitled to do that. Yeah, he's entitled to be that way. What was the reason why they split? Because I never even knew that that happened. That, I'm not I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get. And the reason why that's, I'm telling that's, you, it's understandable. The reason why I'm not going to get into that is because Reed asked me to not ever get into that. Oh, OK. So and but what I could tell you is that what um, what what you think it is is not what it is. <laughs> yeah. Just like a lot of this stuff going well, that's on. That's what I'm saying. I didn't even know it was a thing. So it is a thing. But if you want if you want to look into it, it's it's out there. You can go look into it. But my advice to you as someone who's a little bit older is look at what you don't see. And that will tell you something that that will well, tell you more than what people say or what people try to put out there about what happened. So, well, this is just me me knowing him in person, like, and like I said, I, I I'm saying this. I don't think he likes me, <laughs> so yeah. this is not me trying to defend somebody that is my best friend. Because honestly, I, I well, really here's my thing, man. Like, I don't think that's a cool like I don't think that's a cool way to go. I don't think I don't judge people based on who their friends are. Even yeah. if me and their friends in the in the gun community we don't get along, I'm not going to judge that person on who right, their right. friends are. Right. Yeah, but I'm saying like. I, this is not me sticking up him because he's my friend. Like I, I literally think he doesn't like me. But as far as his character goes, from what I could tell and what I've been around, like he was at, we were at the rec veteran shoot, and uh, he, I'm friends with Tyler from Tundra Tactical, and uh, we were out there talking or whatever, and he was uh, just standing around, and uh, Jaeger came out and was talking to him, and he was like, uh, he was filming some stuff, and he was like, "Where's your you know, lavalier mic or whatever they're called?" and uh, and he was like, oh, we had one, but it, it broke on the way down here. So now we, we're just doing it off the mic, off the camera or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, he pulled out like 300 bucks and gave him 300 bucks in hand. And he was like, here, consider me a sponsor. Go buy, go buy a mic. Mm-hmm. And, and he's just, he's to me, he's just a cool dude. And, yeah, I uh, think, look, here's the thing about people. Like, you know about yourself, if someone's talking about you or if someone's talking about me, we're not all the same. Right. Yeah. We're not all the same. We're not all the same kind of people. You know, I think I don't think we're all good or and I don't. So, OK, some people are broken and some yeah. people are bad. And I would put some people in the evil category. Yeah. But we're not all the same. And I think that we all have our own little personality quirks and traits and things like that. And some of those things that some of us have, it's not only bad for for us and our personal interactions with people, but it's bad in general for the overall mission that we're on. I I don't know about you guys. I'm personally on a mission for the Second Amendment, me, personally. Yeah. I I sacrifice a lot for that. I put a lot into it. I'm not trying to be a martyr or anything like that, but I'm doing a lot here for that. And and I think those guys are that same thing. I don't think that they're disingenuous about that. But some yeah. of the personality traits that some people have out there is what is what's causing a lot of problems because we don't all have to agree with each other. But right. at the same yeah. time, we don't have to go out there because we don't agree with someone and deliberately try to tear that person down. 
Yeah, no, I agree with that. And if I saw that somebody was doing that, I'd be like, fuck that guy. Well, so now you because know. That's, when my, I, that's my personality. Now, okay, so now you that's what a lot of people would do. And now you know sometimes why some of the things that happen are happening. Like if, yeah. if it, you know, like I said, these people, regardless of, of for reason, whatever, like it's because they think we're funny or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, these people that have helped us along the way, uh, which have been everybody we've talked about, and including you, um, I, I haven't had a problem with. And basically, if it came down to it, and and they did screw us over, or some, or said something about us talk around the back or whatever, uh, it's always been my personality. You know, through my entire life, basically, I have been a, a forgiving person. I have been, you know, even even one to give somebody a second chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the moment that somebody really just fucks me over, then I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. Well, I think I'm like that a lot as well. I think that usually if people, like, so I started doing this and there would be people that would say, hey, don't mess with this guy. He's terrible. And time and time again, the way that I am is I'm like, look, I I hear what you're saying, but ultimately I'm going to, you know, not take action on that until that's my experience. If it's not my experience. Yeah, opportunity to figure out. Yeah. You know, for myself. Exactly. So, um, and time and time again, I have come to figure that out for my damn self. You know, yeah. and I think that will happen to you guys as well. If I was trying to give you some advice or trying to yeah. show you what's going to happen in the future, I think people could say whatever they want to. Words are really easy and cheap. I, I'm I'm really good at talking. Okay, words are cheap. They're bullshit. Yeah. Judge people based on their actions and what they do. You know, yeah. me included, everyone out there, and you'll you'll see for yourself who you're dealing with. <laughs> that guy was asking. He was like, "Who are these guys?" I'm trying to subscribe, and I had to tell him. <laughs> oh, okay. Who was that? Who was asking that? Completely. Wasn't? Huh? No. Oh, someone was asking about you guys. Yeah, he was like, "Who are these guys?" I'm trying to subscribe, so I, I put it yeah. out there. So, how can people subscribe to you guys if they want to? Basically, we are on all social media, but we mainly do YouTube uh, for the most part. So if you want to go subscribe, go to our YouTube channel, Black Diamond Guns of Gear, and subscribe on there. Yeah, let me uh, um, see. Facebook, okay. Instagram. Uh, I think we also have Twitter, but we're never on there. Yeah. No, uh, you don't we, use the Twitter. You should. Nah, yeah, we don't. I mean, not really. I, I'm, I'm too busy doing all this other shit, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but... Uh, no, I mean, we have a Patreon, so if you would like to support us that way, you can go on Patreon, too. And uh, also, we have shirts on Revolutionary Patriot, and you have a discount coupon in the Patreon if you become a Patreon. Okay. So, I'm going to um, throw up your YouTube page right here so people can see it. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and we are, we are grateful for you helping us out, too, man. Uh, it's, hands you, down. You're, you don't go without mentioning also. I mean, you're one of the guys that helps us out along the way, too. That's cool. Uh, I appreciate just, that, man. I mean, you know. It, it, like I said, it's just my my personality is until somebody literally fucks me over, then then I don't see the bad in people, I guess. And that could be, you know, a, a downfall of mine also. I mean, so I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, and all I'm trying to say is like, you know, like what, what I'm trying to tell you guys. Look, the way that I am is because of my dealings with people. Yeah, including including people who um, I'm still cool with, you know. But I yeah. think a lot of times. Why well, are you friends with a lot of the guys on the panel? Like I know you're, you know, yeah. you've done a thing with Sean from, uh, you know, Brian Eldon and stuff like that. Like I know mm-hmm. you're friends with a lot of the guys, Mac. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that you're calling all of them 
assholes or anything like that. I just I think that you, you questioning it and stuff like that is is fine. I just yeah. I don't think it's the way that it's being presented or or the way that it was presented on your on your Instagram post that put up. I just don't think it's that way. Yeah, but I think you know I think that's all perspective, like like all the rest of life. Sure. So you yeah. know, yeah. and yeah, I am. I think sometimes though, I could tell you that that you'll see in life. Sometimes there's people that are just friends with you, so they have the credit so that they can throw that up there, you know, like, yeah. hey, I've got one black friend, kind of, <laughs> um, which is fine, <laughs> whatever. And then there's other people out there that I could say, these are really people who are my friends. And, uh, you know, I know that. So I think for all yeah. of us, we know th- those people who are playing those games and everything. And look, this is not this is never like a comfortable thing to deal with, but it happens everywhere. Yeah, you know, it happens in every community, and the guys who do car stuff, and the guys who do tech or whatever, all that kind of stuff happens. But you know, we just we have to like to 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 mature. We have to get over these things. Honestly, the weird thing is, like, I played music for forever. Uh, You know, I I was a drummer in multiple bands. You know, and was trying to make it or whatever you want to call it. Uh, You know, ever since I've been like sixteen. You know, and. and that world, like playing in local bands and trying to, you know, breaking out and trying to play for bigger bands and stuff like that. Like I've played in front of Filter. I played in front of, uh, you know, the Theory of a Dead Man. I've, I've played in front of huge bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, like, that world is so cutthroat. It's ridiculous. <laughs> at, at a local it, band. Do you, think it's, do you think it's different from this one? I do, or, man. Do you think it's really more think. cutthroat? No. I, okay. I think it is. I think this one is different because... Mm-hmm. For us, it was anyway. It may not be for somebody else, but for us, we literally got there. And uh, when I say got there, I mean to NRA last year when we started doing this. Mm-hmm. We got there, and we were literally – it was like open arms. They brought us in and, you know, hey, you know, meet this guy, talk to this guy, you know, whatever. And they just did everything they could to help us out, mm-hmm. including you, who we met down there. That's the way so, it should be. I think that this community is different compared to the music – environment that i was in before okay um well let's see how it is as you get deeper you know i i think it's a lot the same because you got human beings that's the thing it's the human just like how we say that it's not the guns that kill people it's the people that kill people right you know i don't think it's the communities themselves and what it is it's it's the it's the people that are inside of it and and we have to try to be better people so to so uh richard hughes i'm going to throw this up here he says uh and he's my friend Richard Hughes says, I have two friends of color, so no one can say I'm the guy with only one. Um, <laughs> and what I would say to that, like maybe one of his friends of color is me, and the other one is his parakeet, Pebbles. So that, I don't know if that counts. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Man. All right, I'm just teasing him. I'm just teasing him. Um, let's see. Okay, man, we got we got some time here. Is there some other stuff you guys wanted to get to? You're going to be at NRA. Do you guys, are you doing any, yeah. are you just walking around? Yeah, we last year it was all about who can we talk to, who can we, you know, who can we get on camera. Mm-hmm. This year, totally not even doing that. Uh, I think last year we got there and it was more or less like a, like I said, who can we talk to? But now it's just kind of like, hey, we're just going to hang out with everybody. Mm-hmm. So you know, we're gonna we're gonna be around and we're gonna you know throw it on our Instagram and stuff like that where we're gonna be at like Instagram story or whatever. Okay. We're just gonna have a camera with us and we're probably gonna do some vlogging type deal, but it's not not gonna be nothing like interviews or no shit like that. We're just gonna. Hang out, talk to people, go to a bunch of different meetups. We got a couple of things that we're going to go to. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it's all planned out. Yeah. Not only that, but I mean, it also, to me, this is me personally, is uh, doing it for the subscribers. I mean, the people that yeah. follow us, um, one of our subscribers may not get to go to NRA annual meeting. Yeah. Doesn't right. mean that they can't miss out on the experience. Yeah. So, so we are actually bringing that experience to mm -hmm. them. Yeah, you know what? I think I think that people appreciate that, right? This is the thing. Like, we can get all caught up in our personal things, but ultimately there are people out there that can't get out to these things that would love to be part of it. Yeah. They can't necessarily do that, and they live vicariously through us. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I have for years. I still do, man. I mean, through, through these other... You know, bigger subscriber-based YouTube channels. I mean, I, I still live through them, vicariously through them. So yeah, mm -hmm. I don't. I can't get a Liberty Safe and. But, <laughs> not yet. You, know. no, you so, can. You can, but you're gonna cry. <laughs> have to pay for it, probably. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely gonna. You know, we're gonna cry. But uh, yeah, yeah you're so, gonna cry. But you know, I, and, and it's not guaranteed you're gonna get the same views either, my friend. Nope. Absolutely <laughs> not, dude. There's that's the thing is, we have done videos where. It's, they have just turned out like shit. And then those videos are the ones that get the 50,000 views. And then you do the ones that are amazing and they get like 150. And you're like, how the hell does this yeah. one? That's awesome. Well, I think because, because you don't get to choose. You create and then you put it out in the world and the audience out there, whoever they are, they choose. Yeah. yeah. You know, but, that, but that's still a good thing that regardless of your size, you guys are able to get those kind of numbers. But, but you know, that happens because of the audience. That's how you overcome the algorithm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There's uh, We have like three PT-111 videos, and they all have over like 40,000 views on nice. them. Nice. 50,000 views. Yeah. But it's just the, it's because it's that gun, man. Everybody was so interested in that gun. It was just a hot topic for a while. So what strategy do you guys have around that? If you do a video and it does well, do you try to do more of those videos? Yeah, well, I think that basically we've just kind of grown in, in the process. Like we try to be ourselves basically in all of our videos. At first when we were doing uh, YouTube, we weren't really doing YouTube. We'd put up a video every now and then, but it was basically we would yeah. do a live show on Facebook. And uh, and then we would get anywhere between like sixty to 80,000 views every time we did a live show. And it was just because we shared it to so many groups and stuff. Right, right. But that thing was super important <laughs> yeah yeah that yeah. thing was awesome but we had nothing to do with youtube mm -hmm. so when we started doing videos we kind of did it like our live show we would just kind of sit out here turn the camera on and just start talking about shit we never really did any kind of editing or anything like that mm -hmm. that's why it was all with the phone mm -hmm. it was easy uh once we started figuring out our niche which was like you know kind of being ourselves and 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 going off of each other because our chemistry together just so happens to be kind of funny, I guess, because we're both retards. Um, mm -hmm. so, That's always good. That's yeah. always good. <laughs> so, no, he's not kidding. We're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but that together and the editing and stuff, I think it has meshed really well together, and that's what people like. So we kind of try to stick to that, but we also try to grow in our visual effects. So basically, you know, getting better equipment for a camera stuff, making stuff clearer, you know, mm -hmm. getting better backdrops, you know, that kind of stuff like that that makes it visually appealing. Mm -hmm. Just growing over over a period of time and just figuring those things out as we go basically. Yeah. I would say just I think, you know, um, the way that you look at music. Yeah. You got to look at this the same way. I think ultimately it's an art form. So yeah. if you believe in it, if you have passion and desire around that, 
then just keep doing what you feel is right or what feels right to you, you know. And uh, it, listen, it's a little bit, it's tougher than it was when there was only like 10 gun guys yeah. doing videos on YouTube because, you know, now there's like, I don't know, probably 10,000. Yeah, there's a something shit. like that. Yeah. You know, but but ultimately, if if um, you know, it's you that the, that the audience connects with, right? They connect with you guys' chemistry. Yeah. Um, you know, if they like uh, whatever it is that you put into it, if you feel like you need to put more artistry in there, more yeah. technical stuff in there, then I would say just go with that and do it and keep doing it. It's it's always going to be tougher than it was for the, you know, for pa- for the past, just because of how the algorithm has changed. Yeah, it's so different now. Mm-hmm. Like. We were we were hitting good numbers and stuff before, and now it's completely changed. <laughs> yeah, so. it has. It's tough, but keep doing it, man. And I would really look. I don't have any kind of financial. I don't know what anyone thinks about that, but I don't have any kind of financial stake in Gunstreamer. I yeah. would, but I because of all the stuff that I've gone through here, I've realized how important um, it is to be on a platform that's supporting you. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell you that YouTube is not supporting us. They're writing the algorithm against us. It's for oh, me, yeah, you know, you guys think that I have a big channel. Uh, you know, I'm probably approaching 80,000 subscribers over on Hank Strange. But yeah. no matter what I do when I put up a video and I have social media and all that and I share stuff, yeah. they suppress the crap out of that video. And they, like, recently in the last couple of weeks, every video I put up, they demonetize it. Yeah. I so, actually asked to be monetized like a couple months back. Well, mm-hmm. Whenever we hit a thousand, yeah. which was you know two thousand subscribers ago, mm-hmm. and uh, and <laughs> I never even got an email back saying no. <laughs> so. yeah. Well, it's tough, and it's tough, and so what I'm saying to you about that. I'm actually, kind of glad I didn't get monetized though. Yeah. Well, and so here's the thing. Like sometimes I overcome that. Sometimes yeah. I overcome the gravity of that. But a lot of it, like people, are like wow, how come more people aren't watching this? It's all because of YouTube. Everything's yeah. written around suppressing me. Um, and, and ultimately, I think e- even though it doesn't look like it, you need a platform that is not um, writing stuff in there to, to take you down. So that's why I say, like, just sign up for Gunstreamer. When you yeah. do it, you can actually put in a little request there for them to pull your videos. So you don't have to do anything else if you don't want to. Yeah. Every time you put up a video on YouTube, it'll pull it over. They'll pull over your whole library and it'll sit on that platform. So, oh, no shit. That's awesome. Yeah, so if YouTube deletes your channel or something, you, you're going to have Gunstreamer. Gunstreamer has, cool. a, Gunstreamer has an app for the iPhone. Oh, they do? Yes, they have an app. They See, also, that's, what I was, that's what I was curious about because yeah. a lot of people, the reason why they use YouTube is because it's so freaking easy. It's an app. You get on your phone, yeah. you know, you push the button and you're there. And you're there, yeah. Yeah. There's cars so, going by. Yeah, there's yeah. a plane or something landing. Uh, so, okay. Just a big, red, a big redneck with a big pipe on his yeah. thing. But, uh, but if you yeah. do, I thought Guntu, Guntuber was a... Gunstreamer. Gunstreamer. I thought Gunstreamer. And the other one, what was the other one that was there? It was like a... Um, you know what? Um, hold on. Someone... Full uh, 30. Utah. Utah. That's full 30. Yeah, full 30 is out there. Um, and that and actually, I'm, on, I'm on full 30 as well. And there's um, there's Utah Gun Exchange, something like that. I forgot, I forgot exactly. Okay, but that has problems. Websites. I don't know if that's actually out there doing whatever anymore. But, but those are all websites, so they're not really apps that you can get on that make it easy like YouTube does. Yeah. Well, so this is the thing. Gunstreamer has an app. I've got it on my phone. Um, also, they started something called Contributus that works like Patreon. 
Oh, cool. So you can, people can. Within the actual program of. Within the thing. So you can Dude, put your videos, awesome. You like what, here's what I've done. All my videos that are getting demonetized on YouTube, I'm yeah. putting them into a certain playlist. And then I'm putting that under a tier where people, if they if they contribute like three bucks a month, they can watch all those. And that library is growing. So because YouTube just keeps hitting me, hitting me all the time. So yeah. I think there's lots of things going on there and maybe there's some things coming along. But ultimately, we all need to do it. And I could tell you guys, uh, Such is over there. Hickok's over there. There's a bunch yeah. of people. So you might want to. So my, my question is, as you said, that it is in the Apple, what is it, iStore or whatever it is, mm -hmm. Streamer. Yeah. So how long is it till Apple decides that we're, they're not going to put it in there? I don't know. Because I, I know that like uh, Gunbroker, Gunbroker was in Apple iStore for a while and then they stopped supporting it here recently. Mm -hmm. So I know that a lot of the 2A friendly apps and stuff like that are getting kicked yeah. out of Apple. I just didn't know if um, well, they've that's a, that's something a, Apple. Look, you're making a good point. The thing that we have to do about that is what I said earlier, that we have Keep to we, we have to support things that come out that are right. like that. So, for example, even like we don't want to support them because they're going to fail. And we yeah. think, man, these things are going to fail. I don't want to take my time to support them. Well, that's right. why uh, Gunstreamer, the other thing I was talking about was YouTube. But Gunstreamer, Use. yeah, yeah I'll opt out of gun control. I reminded us of that. But Gunstreamer, you know, that's why they're able to pull the stuff over, right? So right. we need to support them. But yes, they can Apple do that? Yes. So ultimately here, we're going to need to own our economy. This gun economy is pretty big. And that's yep. not just up to you guys. That's up to you, the developers out there, the audience out there, the manufacturers, all of that. We all have to get together and we have to prepare for that day. Because even one day for GunStreamer, the, the, whoever they use as their servers can say, hey, you know, you guys are doing gun stuff. We don't want to be your server anymore. So right. it's up to them, though, to prepare for that. And I've had those conversations with them. That's a lot of what I spend my time um, and energy trying to do, you know. I, I try to like I've had those guys come on the show if you want to go look at some of those shows. But yeah. you can but you can also reach out to them. But you with YouTube, they're not gonna talk to you. But you can yeah. literally talk to the gun streamer guys. That's awesome. You know, so I think we just need to we, we yeah. need to we need to do that. And then yes, you're right, you're making a really good point. We need to prepare for those days and get yeah. out there and work for that. Well wow. I think well I think the more that we support it is in the Apple iStore, I mean, they're going to look at it and they're going to be like, wow, we are really, they're going to make money off these apps. Mm -hmm. yep. So if we make them big enough, they're, they're, they're probably going to be like, wow, they we're going to really. take a hell of a cut if we do. Yeah. You know? And there's ways, like if, 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 let's say you have an iPhone and Apple doesn't want to support it, there's still ways. We can yeah, still, we can still do what we need to do. That's what Google yeah. did back in the days. Like Apple would not let Google have an app. So, that's true yeah yeah basically you could just bookmark google on on your browser and yeah. then you can have it in there and you could kind of use that as the trigger for the app there's always workarounds and we just have to keep doing that we can't give up because you know people don't like us right yeah that's true you know so all right listen i'm gonna wrap it up i don't know what the heck ever happened to walter <laughs> i'm assuming he's still in the shop <laughs> Well, let's hope he's okay well our question is about nra is uh i see a lot of people doing uh they're doing appearances at Boost. So is there any appearances for you? Um, yeah, I'm going to be – hold on. i got to see if I can figure out what – Because we ain't got no appearances, just to let yeah. you know. So I'm going to tell you guys. Um, so there's a company, Accutech, that's getting into the whole AK thing. Um, okay. 
And I'm going to be in their booth, but they're sharing a booth with someone. So let me see if I can figure out. I said it yesterday. Now, what do you mean AK thing? What, what kind of AK thing? Oh, you, God. You, you, you go, here we go with AK. Um, so they're making, okay, they're making a barrel for the AK. They're not really making a receiver yet. I was talking about this yesterday, but they are, they are, they're making a pretty good barrel. And then they're building up entire, they're building up an entire gun around that. So, okay. um, you know, you got to come check the thing out. So that's, that's what I can tell you. They're really a young company and they're sharing a booth. So, you know, I'm going to be there hanging out with them, try to get some attention. You guys can come by and visit me and hang out over there. Most definitely. Meet those when guys. When is the time you're going to be there? Uh, I'm not sure, man. I don't, I don't like oh. making plans. In case you don't. I got you. <laughs> What's the booth number for everybody? It's, uh, it's booth 3160. So, okay. um, you know, there's going to be a couple. I don't think it's going to be under AccuTech because they're sharing a booth with someone that I know. Um, there, there's basically a guy who like gets a booth there, and he and I guess these companies pay him, and they get to come to the show and talk to people. Uh, he's a cool guy. I've I've discovered some things from there, and so I'm always like hanging around there. So I'm going to help those guys maybe bring a little bit more attention to that. And if you want to come by and ask them all the questions about the AK and stuff like that, you could do it or just hang out, take pictures. I'll probably put it up when I'm over, when I'm there, put up stuff on social media. Um, but other than being there, I'll just be roaming around. But if you guys wanted to meet me there or meet me somewhere else, we could, uh, yeah, yeah I'll get a hold of you. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll work. We'll work that out. We'll make that happen. Is going with you? Yes. Cool. Um, so here's the thing you got to actually the- bringing our, our, our wives this year. So, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I, when you said you're bringing your wives, you put your hand close to Josh. Well, I, I thought I you always partners. We we share wives. We got sister wives. We do that. <laughs> Josh is not laughing. East Tennessee. Yeah, <laughs> he's not laughing. That's that's not funny. <laughs> Listen, tell the folks out there uh, one more time how they can get in touch with you, how they could follow you guys, communicate with you. All right, guys. Our main uh, source of uh, social media is YouTube. We are Black Diamond Guns of Gear on YouTube. And uh, we also have Instagram and Facebook. We also do Twitter, sometimes. Uh, yeah. But most, mostly it's all YouTube, guys. We try to do a, a YouTube video every Tuesday. It's called 7-6 Tuesday Videos. And uh, we pretty much are just uh, a growing YouTube channel. And uh, we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We will be putting our, our positions and stuff when we go to NRA on Instagram uh, stories and stuff like that. We will be we'll be at the panel. We will be at some other get-togethers, Brownells thing, and then I think uh, Sean from We Like Shooting has a thing. We're going to be at it on Saturday, so we're going to be around. We're going to be there. So if you want to come hang out with us, you can message us on Facebook or just watch our stories. Okay. And uh, also, is, we is Sean's to- thing the Firearms uh, Radio Network yeah. related thing? Okay, so if anyone's looking for that, I think it's Firearms Radio Network. Yeah, Firearms Radio. Network. Yes. Okay. Now the Brownells thing, I can't remember. Is that a is that like a public thing? I can't I remember. Think I think so. so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Usually, so guys, if, if you want to yeah. meet us at NRA, we'll shake hands and kiss babies. We'll yeah. do whatever we have to do. You know. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I encourage you guys out there to follow these guys. I think they're pretty cool. They, you know, come here, chop it up with us, um, and you know, they, you know, they don't uh, throw softballs and stuff like that. You know, which, <laughs> which I appreciate. Right? They really yeah. get in here and, and talk about it. So encourage them by following them on whatever social media you have and checking out their videos and things like that. And buy our shirts on Revolutionary Patriot. Yes, there you go. Re- uh, RevolutionaryPatriot.com, is that what it? Okay. It's under his collections tab. Okay, under if collections. One of our Patreons, you can, or, okay, I got a question. Is it Patreons or patrons? Uh, I don't know, man. Anyway. I'm going to say patrons. <laughs> okay, yeah. if you go on that platform, you can uh-huh. become a tier guy there. It doesn't uh-huh. matter what 
you do. You can do it for a dollar. Uh, if you do that, then you can uh, become and get our code or whatever that gives you 10% off on all the entire side of Revolutionary Patriot, which is they have a lot of cool stuff on there. Awesome. A lot of QA clothing, stuff like that. Cool stuff. Okay, great. So I think on my part, um, we're not going to do the show the rest of this week since we're getting ready to go out to the NRA AM. Um, for whoever's going to come out there, just hit me up, you know, on how, like, whatever you follow me on or whatever info. I've got my number on my social media if anyone cares to, you know, you can go look there. You can literally text me. Yeah, I think so, ours is on there, too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, go check. Hit me up on that if you're trying to figure out where I'm at. If not, we have stickers that have them on them, and we will be handing out stickers and oh, bracelet rubber band deals or whatever the whole yeah, time we're there. Just don't put them in a urinal. Yeah. yeah, these guys are going to be working it. They're going to be working it. <laughs> so listen, watch while we're gone. If you're not going to be there, please like watch the back episodes here. Look at the videos on uh, YouTube slash Hank Strange, all that kind of good stuff. Make sure you follow these guys and subscribe to them. I'm going to drop the end part right now. Kaboom. You guys stay right there. There you go. Make sure you're subscribed if you're not subscribed. Okay, that's it. We are out of here. We'll see you guys. Peace. Be safe out there. Later.